Talk Recorded live. Good evening and welcome to Wednesday Night Call to Action. Um, my name is Shelley. I'm usually the moderator. Uh, due to uh, certain uh, circumstances, I'm not able to moderate the call. Ella is also a very good moderator. Her calls on Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, is going in for the night. And uh, this is a activism call, a call to action, and um, an open chat forum. So thank you very much, Ella. And uh, let, the, let the call begin. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Shelly. Good luck with everything. Good luck. Uh, thank you. I'm going to listen for a little while and uh, put me on mute because it's noisy. So let me see. I'm not not planned. Usually I plan this, so I'm going to see what we can do here. Does anybody want me to? Does anybody want to speak? Okay. Get some information up. Well, that's that's odd. No one's talking. <laughs> if, the room, if the room probably doesn't fill up for like another twenty minutes or so, how many people are there? Um, I think about that. You know, I just went online to look. Let me check here real quick. There are about eight people on the um, call itself and eight people on the chat. All right. Yeah, I usually get uh, going here pretty soon. Uh, I can go. I, I can make a call to Joe Estradito and have him update us about the five um, G network and see if he'll come in and talk a little more about his stuff. You know, I'd be very proactive considering what we're dealing with and what's going on. I think that would be a great, you know, a great person to have on the call. Let me see if I can get him, okay? Oh, okay, usually I have some kind of articles all set up, so in this case, it's not the case. So Yeah, no worries. Uh, some, some really powerful things are going on, like uh, John Finch is asking, I guess the Catholic Church uh, wrote an article about targeting. And, you know, um, there was a, uh, a movie made out with the spotlight, and uh, where, uh, you know, they turned it and actually... Uh, turned in the um, the Catholic priests for, you know, um, molesting uh, little boys. And the nun came forward, and uh, and she, evidently she's been poisoned twice now. Uh, and uh, to scare her from testifying. Um, but um, anyways, but the Catholic Church has been, um, I just received an article. Usually I'm on my computer, and I apologize to everybody that we're not being organized uh, to... Uh, give you some of those links. Maybe someone else got the story and can, can post that in the chat. Uh, so John Finch is, uh, wrote a, an email and uh, with all these uh, organizations um, that he's contacted. But um, so the word's getting out, you know. I mean, um, people are, 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 are starting to um, understand that this, you know, high-tech coin telpro is alive and well. And uh, so I apologize for not uh, being more organized, you guys. So, um, if anybody there is, that uh, has any updates for activism, just hit star eight, and we'd love to hear from you. It can be any kind of updates at all. 
Okay, sounds good. And I'll, I'll wait. I have somebody in. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Hello? Hi, Southern California. Hi. Hi. I just wanted to say the guest you had yesterday, Brian T., was the most knowledgeable, fascinating guest I think I've ever heard on this program. He was... Yeah, he's yeah, he's got great information. I agree with you. What did you get um, out of it the most? Or what did you really like? Probably the whole thing. But. And the fact is that he's a, a guy from the, the field of, across. I mean, he's... He's basically someone who is in the has that background that's qualified to say what this really is. Dave Voits is too interesting guy, but this guy was is 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 hardcore targeted, and he's in Thailand. I think he said still getting hit with this stuff. So it's like anywhere you go, they can just zap you, and like the, um, I mean, it's like once. Uh, it was it was pretty. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like a happy go lucky call. It was just knowledge, you know. It, he had the most knowledge of any guest I've ever heard on this call. Was, yeah, I'm glad you got a lot out of it because you know, as you know, as you guys know, people who moderate, you know, we want to share information, and if you get a lot out of it, I mean, that's great. That's the most important thing that you got something out of it. So. Yeah, I was dazzled. I wish I, I I'd like to. Is there a copy of the that I could listen to online? How do I how do I hear it? That there is, you guys. If there's ever any episodes that you missed or wanted or wanted to listen and review it again, which sometimes I do, and there is a great guest, I can go back as well and I you know listen to it again. So if you go into TalkShoe and you put in um, the room number, um, uh-huh. you and it will pull it up, and you can click on the episode depending whether you're logging in from your phone or your computer. It's a little bit slightly different. And you'll just uh, click on, you know, say whatever podcast it is, the icon, and it will take you into the episode, um, and it's all in order by date. And you just okay. click on it, and you can listen. So. It'll be the 12th of June's episode. Essentially. Yeah, you can go back that far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yesterday. Yeah, you said June, didn't you? Maybe I can't yeah. hear you. I got a qu- another question. Um, so Neil talks about making a foot bath with these steel plates that are in the that are connected to a battery supply while you take the foot bath. I wonder and I've seen videos online there's one he recommended by Jeff Green the Ionic Detox. I couldn't find it, but there's a couple of them. And these plates basically um ionize the water and are hydroplating themselves and it it, it pulls out like black sludge look it's like i wonder if anybody's tried it i want to build one i have a foot bath but not with it's connected to stainless steel plates has anybody ever tried such a thing it's supposed to be good for heavy metal detox that's my question know. does anybody want to give some input and share any information about this hold on we have Arizona here can you hear me yeah we can hear you Hello? yeah um, yes. i don't know i would just be critical of that method because quickly you'll find that a lot of people call that a scam. Now, I can't say uh, because I don't know, but I just briefly looked at it and, you know, people uh, write a a fair amount of articles are saying you cannot get metals out of your body that way. So just be critical and um, do some research on both sides in regard to that particular 
uh, detox. Well, I listened to Neil, and he he was ta- advocating it, and I totally put my faith in his in his research. There's okay. all kinds of disinformation videos out there. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Appreciate it. So, guys, we're going to get some probably some people on the call. We'll probably get an update from David Boyce, who's doing great things. He's walking across America oh, to bring awareness to our cause. And, yeah, I mean, what he's doing, I mean, the more I get to know him, the more I view him as a hero, really. I mean, um, it's just it's, um, it, the way he seems, the way he comes across to everybody is, is, seems to be how he really is. You know, when you're talking to someone on a day-to-day basis, sometimes several times a day, you really kind of get to understand them and get to know them. And he really is. Um, you know, everything that we all think of the community um, that he is. So, are you going to say something, Corey? I'm sorry. I was just talking to my dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. that, one guy, that one guy tried to walk from, like, Las Vegas to L.A. or something, and he got uh-huh. hit really hard, and he couldn't do it. He only made it from, like, I can't remember, like, something like Las Vegas to L.A., but he got hit badly along the freeway, you know, with electronic weapons, and cops stopped him a lot, and he went back to Brazil. So, hmm. yeah, that's a long trek by foot, and he does seem like a pretty easy gold guy. Yeah, he really okay, is, what I, and he knows what he's you talking know what I about. To say? What? What's that? Um, it, you know, I saw a video, I don't know how recent it was, but of Barry Crowers that Derek has also had on a call. And I just think he's so great. You know, he's kind of like David, and he has, to me, a fair amount of credibility. And he says that part of the answer, at least in regards to microwaves, the damaging effects, et cetera, and having them used as weapons, is that he needs to speak to the Congress of the United States. So if anybody knows anybody or something to get him because the lady asked him she said well you know shouldn't we do what should we do and he said no just leave it to me i need to talk to the congress of the united states you know he's from uh great britain um but to spread the word so to speak that's what he said and i I didn't know that but i also don't i didn't see what um how long ago he did that video um, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but Joe is coming in, and uh, he, so I forget what state he's in. Uh, it's mid Midwest. Uh, isn't, he, um, isn't he in Oklahoma? I thought he said Oklahoma. Yes, Oklahoma, yes. So he said he'd okay. be in in about 15 minutes uh, to, with an update, and uh, uh, so that, there you go. You know, that, cool. that you, yeah. And um, so thank you. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, Shelly. All right, so I'm going to mute again. Go ahead and uh, carry on. Okay. Hopefully you guys will be able to hear me okay. I'm actually having to talk on um, a different phone than I normally do. You're loud and clear. Oh, great. Okay. Uh So that's really interesting about the Catholic Church, um, writing about Target. Did anybody get any of those emails or read anything else further about it? No, well, I didn't get to hear the thing at all. What? What is it about the Catholic Church? What is, what? Well, I can look it up if you guys want to talk for a second. I got an email about it today, and it was really interesting. So. Did you guys, were you guys, um, did anyone get to hear? Oh, does anyone know about the audio spotlight 
Um, I've heard of it, but I don't exactly know what it is. Okay, we'll talk about that. I'm trying to find it one second, guys. Okay, I'm I'm pulling up the articles. Hang on. Back to it. Driving and pulling up the articles. <laughs> that is commitment. That's over commitment. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, you're all. This Catholic Church has included a page about mind control on its website. Maybe they are in contact with the Red Cross, who uh, we've been petitioning. And there's a darn link here. Let me see if I can, um, I'll send it to you, or I can post it. I can't post it. I'm on drive and see. Oh, let me see if I can see this. Copy link. And uh, I'll send it to you uh, through the email. Okay. I should have had a shot of espresso or a good caffeine drink. I think that would have that would have been that would have helped out. What is your email address? <laughs> Mine, um, T I Angel two thousand sixteen. I just there found an article myself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So shoot. All right, let's see here. This. I'll first get a link in here. This link is in the subject, but oh well. Two. There we go. All right, I sent you the link, so maybe you can pull that up and read it. There's no text, and anyway, I put it in the um, subject. <laughs> you know, it's 110 degrees here, oh my gosh. All right. Well, you're okay. going to be in a lot milder weather. The weather is definitely going to improve for you. That's one thing. No, it's I'm not going to improve. It hasn't come through yet, but um, doesn't mean um, sometimes there's a delay for me getting my emails. Let's see here. But there is another one here from Kate. She sent me on one of the same things. Ah, this is interesting. Okay. It's probably very similar to the one you sent me. Okay. The, the, Swiss Catholic, the Swiss Catholic Church has included a page about mind control on its website. Maybe they're in contact with the Red Cross, so we've been petitioning. This is the same one. Great. Well, it's not in English, so <laughs> I don't know. It's not in English. What do you know? Let's see if when she oh, sent me it's in English. English. Oh, that's it's hilarious. It's not in English. <laughs> 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 well, I, I, you know. 
uh, usually they would translate somewhere or there, but oh gosh, you would oh, think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, um, okay. I think maybe we can get some people too. Fashion. I'll do a little research. And your email, it didn't even come, so your email didn't make it through. Okay, hold on one second. I'll un I'll unblock you guys. I'm going to go ahead and mute Massachusetts. Hi. Did you want to say something, Massachusetts? No, it was too late. I was trying to say good luck to anybody trying to read it. It's in Deutsch. It's German. <laughs> I, know. I know. All that to find that out. I would love to know. I'm sure we'll find a translated um, version somewhere. I know. I, I was wondering if we could put it through Google or something, but I'm sure we could. That know. doesn't always come out right. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I have to do that with Swedish documents and Swedish letters sometimes. And uh, sometimes it doesn't quite translate well. Okay. I'm going to see if I can find um, translated. Also, Ella, I was just curious to know if you are recording your um, your talk too. Um, I do m most of the time. I yeah, most of the time I do unless it's like just a small, you know, if it's a, you know smaller group or whatever. It just depends on what it is. Um, but yeah, ninety nine percent of the time, you know. So I'm did you by chance do last night? I sure did, and okay, I also good. made an agreement to Brian that I would put it up on YouTube. I'm not that technical with putting things on YouTube, but um, um, he pointed me in the direction of someone who's already done it once, so um, oh, nice. it'll be up on YouTube as well, which is great because the more we can have information floating around on YouTube about this, the better because this is a very visual world we live in, you yeah. know, and um, you know, and things like that. And so I just think it's really important. The more information we can get out there, the better. So that one, you know, not only is that information in talk show, which is kind of a secluded, you know, group of people, it's going to be on YouTube too, and it will really educate people, and it's informative, and we're getting more information out there, and that's um, that's always a good thing. Not having luck finding a translation. Okay, Yeah, fine. No. All right. Does anybody want to talk about their targeting? Corey, how's your targeting? Is it better than normal? Is it worse? How are you doing? I'm so-so today. I'm just, so -so. Um, yeah, just kind of, you know, I don't know. I After that guy's call yesterday, I feel like there's, like I have these materials inside me that are just, impossible to get out of my system. Hmm. I feel like I've aged well, so much. Yeah, I think no. the majority of people will, will say that as well. Is there anything that people have recommended to you that has been beneficial for you that maybe you want to share with the group? Because I know everyone's always interested in some kind of shielding and healing. No, I mean, nothing really has. Um, nothing. I, I got relatives here that are just in disbelief of my condition, which is a drag. Yeah, it is. That's pretty typical, though. That's not a typical at all. Yeah. Wait, hang on one second. I'm going to put you on mute. Yeah. 
gonna find something for us to read. Sorry. No, um, but I gotta say that the caller yesterday was just laid it on the line. Didn't candy coat anything. It's uh, some people are targeting that's worse than others. You know, it's just it's it's a terrible thing. It's just it makes, I'm in tears just talking about it. it just rips me up. Some of these people, I believe, have got it easier than others. I think. I don't know. My targeting is is fierce. What all do you get? What's up? What what all do you get? I get everything, and the just depression seems like the worst depression ever. No and energy. So you got B two K. Yeah. That goes and, on. and then you're getting hit also? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Plus gang stalking? Somewhat, yeah. It's just, I don't know. I I was thinking about not calling on the calls for a while to see if it gets better. Because what's his name? The guy yesterday said that these calls are all monitored. And, I, mean, I can't that's... believe everything is monitored anyways. This is my opinion on this matter. Everything's monitored anyways. They know who you're talking to. They know what you're doing. We're all being watched. So it's okay if we're all watched together. It doesn't really make a difference because they're watching us regardless if we're here or not. So, right. I mean, that's just my opinion, and that just makes common sense to me. You know, you just have to know that um, it's inevitable that we're going to be monitored and watched regardless of what we're doing, you know, and yeah, they can hear us talking and, you know, and, um, you know, they can't stop the flow of information. They can try and they make very strong attempts, as we all know. But, you know, we're sharing information, we're helping each other, you know, and, you know, I'm sure there's something for them to gain by listening to us, but they're listening to us regardless. And I know since I've been in this community, I am dealing with it a hundred times better than I was before because I was in isolation and I wasn't involved and I wasn't participating. I didn't even know what was going on with me. So right. from a personal level, the calls are worth it. So they're listening to me. Okay, big deal, you know. But we all just have to come to terms with that. And it's not just us. You know, this is a problem, obviously. Edward Snowden wouldn't be coming to and do what he did and took the risk that he did if it wasn't an issue. You know, it's not just us, as we all know. It's everybody. Everyone's being watched. Everyone's being listened to. And everything's being stored. All this information is being stored into some data in a quantum computer, you know, that um, is there. And it makes it, you know, it's difficult, you know, to, to be paying attention to the terrorists. And this is, you know, a lot of whistleblowers have met, mentioned this, or several at least, that they can't pay attention to the terrorists and are so busy looking at all of us as a whole instead of, you know, focusing in on where the real dangers might be. So um, that's just my opinion, Corey. I wouldn't, you know, you can try to not call, but you may feel more isolated and more alone, and that's exactly where they want you. And, Corey, the best thing is that we know that you're there and that, you know, 
I know you're suffering really badly, and I don't know what. It just makes me think that you have a lot of criminals in addition to maybe a lot of maybe universities that are experimenting upon you and stuff. But um, it's good that we can know that you're still there, you know. I mean, that might sound kind of selfish, but I think it's a two-way street that not only can we be here for you, but you are also there so that we know you're there. I got this Morgellons thing that's just horrible. I know, I know. I've heard you. My heart breaks for you hearing all about everything that you've you have. been through and are going through. Do you get you stuff know? like coming out of your skin and stuff? Yeah, constantly. Like what color? Is it black or red? It's pink balls of silicon and mixed with like blackish like little watermelon seeds that are like microchips or nanochips I think oh my god yeah and it just comes out of your skin yeah it does when I use these two soaps together comes right out and then then the hairs in my face are all like like inflamed where they feel like they're itching and I just want to pluck them out and when I pluck them out they're like corkscrews or like like it looks like fiber optic cable It's so bizarre. It's like a plastic film on my skin over where the hair should be, so it's like glued down to my skin surface. Oh. Do you think that that is luminol? Luminol? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, I heard a guy, you know, I watched videos, and this one guy was saying that they put luminol on you or and even in your brain and i had never heard that before but he was also a heavily targeted guy that i just came across watching youtubes and he he was he also goes into how sophisticated it is and how many weapons there are and he just he said luminol so many times i thought maybe you know i have a quick um I have a quick uh, definition of it if you want me to read it because it's an interesting topic, if that's okay with you. Yeah. It just says luminol. It's a chemical compound that exhibits um, uh, chemiluminescence with a blue glow. When mixed with an appropriate oxidizing agent, luminol is a white to pale yellow crystalline, crystalline solid that is soluble in most polar organic solvents but insoluble in water. That's interesting. And they use it in crime scenes. That's interesting. Yeah. Right. Says there's a lot of unbe- there's a lot of unbelievable technology in cop shows and movies. Computers that can zoom in and enhance a tiny section of a video frame. Machines that can isolate a particular background voice from a muffled recording in a matter of seconds. Most of this stuff is pure fiction, fabricated by the writers to move the plot along. But one of the most outlandish TV cop tools, a special chemical reveals invisible blood traces entirely real. And that's luminol. Interesting. Right. So it, it makes it almost like you're glowing a little bit. It must be like a reading something for them to read your body, I'm guessing. Yeah. I've never heard of such a thing. I mean. Interesting. It says, in this article, we'll find out how this strange compound, commonly known as luminol, reveals hidden crime scenes. As we'll see, this chemical is just as cool as as it sounds, but it does have drawbacks and limitations not usually addressed on TV. Wow. Interesting. Mm. 
Oh, I wish I could wow, that guy's it. name. That guy's name who talked about it, but he talked about it many and times. Ha- and Yeah. That makes sense that know. it will be in our skin, though. Because if you have yep. infrared or, or infrared, uh, if you have technology, heat uh, sensor technology, um, it would make it, they could see, they could see, and wherever it's, obviously where it's ever located. And it says, um, before spring there's luminol, there's no sign of blood. And so, oh, it just, it highlights to show where the blood is, at least when, um, the, uh, right, uh, right. In crime scenes. I think with yeah. a black light or something. Yep, that's what they're doing. Yep, the Latin blood traces emit a blue glow. A light producing the basic idea of luminol is to reveal these traces with a light producing chemical reaction between several chem tra- chemicals and hemoglobin and oxygen carrying protein in the blood. The molecules break down and the atoms rearrange to form different molecules. It's interesting. Yeah, so when people try to clean up blood, that luminol still finds it. Interesting. That's interesting. So what would unbind it? I don't know. Let's see. Let's see if I can get to the bottom of that, because they're talking about how the known, the most known. Use the little info. I forgot what I was going to say. Um, but if you understand the components, um, you might be able to... Um, understand how to remove it. But I think, you know those soaps you always talk about, Corey? Those might actually really help. Yeah, they they do. Everybody should use those. Those what? Those you two want to talk soaps. about it? Yeah. I mean, just turn on to these two soaps, PetFX and Endure 300, and you mix them together, and it causes any stuff to come out of your skin. Oh. Any kind of nanomaterials that have gotten to the skin surface that your body's trying to eject. Oh. I know I should pay attention because I didn't know I had mind reading. Now I do. It sucks. I get little pimples all the time, and I and they, they just they, they like dissolve or something. You know? Yeah, that's what they are. They're like little pimples. They're hard. Yeah. It's like there's sand underneath there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you, you know, I, I mean, I I feel I, mean, I you know I, I put this stuff out. on them, yeah. and pink globs come out. Pink globs of like like fake breast implant tissue, like just globs of it. Wow. That will come out of your skin. That is so weird. I mean, they're... Um, the thing is, no medical doctors you can talk to to, to get this out of you or, or help you. You know? It's just destroyed my health. <laughs> You know, this is I, go ahead. sorry. There, there's a guy named Dr. Harold Kautz Vela. Anybody wants to see some amazing video, watch his video on YouTube. He really talks about what's going on. Harold Kautz Vela, he's an Austrian scientist, genius. He really talks about the whole what they're spraying and and how every it's affecting everybody and. They're using it to mind control people and fucked up stuff. I highly recommend it. Did does he say or did the guy yesterday say like why they're doing this to us? What's the bottom line? Is it for money or takeover? 
uh, it's a research program for like long-term research. Well, partially, but there's more than that. Right. It's it, everybody's programming is different. Everybody, there are people in different programs. It's just what I mean. It's just sinister. We've all been victimized. By our own nation, the one that's supposed to be indivisible and with liberty and justice for all. That's what they give us. Yeah, but it's not just the government. No, it's There's not. Criminal. There's a lot of criminal elements and, te- and so-called criminal. technology groups. Yeah, these are criminals. Kim, I'm meeting you, Northwest Northwest California. Well, hi, uh, hi, Ellen. This is uh, hi. Hi. How are you? Good. I just got back from a from a, a medical appointment, and uh, you know, um, there are uh, some um, there are some doctors uh, uh, here and there. You know, I think there are quite a few of them that uh, they're just not well known, and they don't go along with the Mainstream medicine, but Corey, what I'm 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 calling specifically to uh, give you some information that will be very helpful. Yeah. Corey, and that is there is a doctor by the name of Joel Wallach who is an author with his uh, Chinese-born physician wife uh, have uh, authored many books and they are spearheading a, uh, a revolution in mainstream medicine. But as it uh-huh. re- as it pertains to you, Corey, I have heard yeah. him on post, and he is looking for some specimens to put under his microscope of, of Morgellons, you know, the wires, the tissue. Uh, yeah. So if you can get in touch with him, and, and I, have a, have his, I have a couple of his books, uh, Dead Doctors Don't, Don't Lie and so forth, but he's, um, he's all over uh, online. Corey, are you, do you have access to a computer? Yeah. So I, I'm really pretty sure that you can get access to him. Uh, uh, you know, send him an email, go to his website, tell him I heard heard you want some uh, samples of uh, Morgillon's, uh the the wires, the, the tissue, whatever, and um, tell him. And I, I suppose that I'm hoping that it'll be ha- uh, true that you would be more than happy to get his uh, opinion. Uh, after he's looked at them, you know, and studied them under the microscope of what they are. You don't have a number for them, huh? I don't have a number for them. What I I asked is if you had access to a computer. Do How do you spell his name? Joel, J-O-E-L-W-A-L-L-A-C-H? Right. That's right. And he's, he's DVM, so he's brighter than the average. Absolutely, he is DVM with a great big fat uh, uh, veterinary <laughs> in the Smithsonian and in every veterinary school. He is not only DVM, but he went on to get a, a MD. He is a naturopath who has sued some of these agencies that are supposed to be looking out for us and prevailed. Really? The last name is Walk W A L L A C H. Right, that's, right. That's exactly right. 
uh, author of Dead Doctors Don't Lie and uh, Epigenetics, uh, Epigenetics and the Death of the uh, uh, Genetic uh, Theory of uh, Disease Transmission, but amongst others. He's got a lot of books and he is... Uh, yeah, he's all over YouTube. You cannot, if you type in his name, there's no way you can miss him. There you go. And not only that, but he, he is regularly, he and, and a couple of his colleagues, the pharmacist, pharmacist Ben, uh, they're all on uh, Coast to Coast with George Norrie. And, in fact, their comp- his company has partnered up with George Norrie and, and, and uh, runs commercials on it. And um, he has business that he uh, 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 is... Um, Allowing, like everybody, uh, making it so that everybody can participate in it, you know, while they're getting well, and and uh, uh, and then sell sell his products, you know, that he has uh, meticulously uh, 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 put together, uh, and and uh, you know, he, anyway, uh, he sends out apparently 250,000 checks per month to the just normal people that are taking his products and getting uh, good results. Linda? Yeah? This is uh, Joe Esposito. Oh, hi, Joe. I, I've got his numbers right here, and I'd just like to verify what you're saying. Yeah, okay. what is his numbers? Okay, you can call um, Pacific Time. He's got two radio shows from 2 to 3 p.m. and from 3 to 4. And the first show is 1... Eight 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 three seven nine two five five two, and the second hour is eight seven seven nine one two seven five two nine, and then the company number is one eight hundred nine eight two. Three one eight nine. Three one eight nine. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, and, he and he's actually, I think, sued the FDA eight times in one. Uh, hey, go, Joel! You're my kind of guy. <laughs> you know well, about Joe, thank you. Joel? Taking it to the call. Yeah, I just. I just wanted to back you up. I talked to Shelly a few minutes ago. I guess she's at the airport, and she wanted to wanted... find a message from Shelly. Uh, yeah, on my message machine. Yeah, she Tell wants, me. She what wanted is, me to what call. What does Shell have to say? She wanted me to call in and give you an update on the FCC thing whenever you want. It could be an hour from now or whenever. Thank heavens, because that I am. I am just. Starving for that, you know. I just, I'm living, you know. My my life is is uh, uh, revolving around this, <laughs> this uh, you know, this injustice. Yet one more, uh, you know, tyrannical injustice. But I'll be I'll be happy to sit and listen, and you just tell me when you need the update. Well, I think a lot of people. I'm one of the people as well. Joe, thank you for coming to the call. I just really appreciate it. Um, but I am very curious. This has been very a, a big issue for me, and um, I'm just curious what you know. I think most of us would like to hear about what you have to say if you're ready. Okay, and then and who am I talking to? This is Ella. I'm I'm sitting in for Shelley. Okay, she's, wait, wait. She's coming it's, in and out of the call. It's Della. Della. Ella. Spell it. Ella. E L L A. 
Okay, Ella, okay. Joe, Joe the, I've got a quick question. The radio shows that Dr. Wallet does, what days are those, 2 to 3 and uh, 3 to 4? Monday through Friday. Oh, every day. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, but, well, let me just, I mean, if it just takes a minute maybe. Um, I, I was really sick. Uh, I'm pushing 70 now, and went back when I was 50, I did concrete work, you know, every day, and I and I was sweating. Um, I drank two gallons of Gatorade a day, and uh-huh. I know that I know that's not good, but I needed the potassium, and I didn't know any better back then. Um, and Dr. Wallach, in one of his books, has a sweat analysis, and um, I used to wear a blue hat with, and I always wore overalls, which I still do today, and. All my clothes were almost pure white from the salt uh, coming out of me. And uh, I would urinate around 2 o'clock in the morning one time a day. <laughs> and that's after I was hydrated in the evening. So um, I was really sick. Um, and when I saw his sweat analysis, which I'd have paid a million dollars for, uh, it shows that all we're doing is sweating out all of our nutrition. Um, we're just like leaky bags of water. Uh, and so when I started learning um, about nutrient-dense, minerally-dense uh, soil, and I started gardening that way, and then I ran across Joel Wallach, and see, he's a mineral guy. The, the, mac- the macro, the, he has macro, M-A-C-R-O minerals like calcium, magnesium, potassium. And then he has the trace minerals. There's 77 trace minerals. He has liquid minerals. And so when I and I learned all that, I started doing that, and it corrected these health deficiencies and health problems uh, was yeah. tremendous. Um, and I've been to I can't tell you oh maybe 20 of his live presentations. He I live in Tulsa, well, I live in Owasso, which is north of Tulsa, and he's yeah. been here he's been here several times uh, as of late, maybe 10. Um, and it's just it, you can just sit there for hours and listen to the guy and then at the end he'll answer he'll go through the whole audience and answer you can ask one question and he'll answer it and he'll he'll stay till after midnight wow he, he's an amazing guy and and i mean when you see the fda eight times and win there's something right here <laughs> Right, and along with it, you know what he says. He says that the mainstream med- medicine is is uh, broken beyond repair. It needs to be abandoned. Right. Well, but I I can't tell you that. I mean, I I just love listening to the guy. And and I was I went to Bridgeport, um, Missouri. I think it's the world's largest Amish community north of Kansas City, somewhere, uh, Jamestown or something, um, and. You know he's he's an old guy, but he likes um, what do you call him uh, transparencies. You know he puts up a transparency, uh, and and in the stack, you know, it can be six inches thick. Depends on what he wants to say. But there was this one young woman about I don't know 26 um, that had this terrible red rash all over her body and suffered all those years um, with all doing all the pharmaceutical stuff and all this. He got a hold of her in two weeks, and he showed the picture of her normal. You know, I just can't tell you um, the stories. I mean, like this one guy. Um, I've heard him on coast to coast. I know who you're talking about. I'll definitely give him a call. Yeah. Okay. That's great. But but maybe at least for this one other story, 
um, this guy was curled up and dying, and he had a feeding tube in. And his sister called Wallach, and and kind of Wallach said, "Well, you kind of waited a little while, didn't you?" And, and he told her what to put in the feeding tube. And within, I think, a week, the guy was out of bed wearing a suit. <laughs> I'm just—they're just amazing stories. Amazing. Why is Joe, uh, Joe, and this is all possible because his the way that he practices medicine, it is based on on what? Nutrition. That's right. Your body. And he knows how you know how to get like a hundred healthy calves out of a hundred cows. Yeah, that was his expertise when, like, he was in school, soil fertility and animal husbandry, I think, um, and he started seeing all this. Um, there's another book out there called, uh, it's by Dr. Richard Orley called Minerals for the Genetic Code. Um, and he's, Richard Orley's telling you, like, your DNA helix um, has three amino acid ladders across it. And every one of those combinations has to have a mineral to make the thing work. I mean, vitamins are nice, but minerals is what makes the whole thing function. And so Wallach, and he wrote a book just recently called Epigenetics. I mean, it's, it's a huge book, but it's, it's really a read. You need to read. Um, and the, well, on his Dead Doctors Don't Lie book, I think it's on page 196, there was that story of Inga Reagan in California um, that, that had spent $250,000 and I don't know how much money she had 19 physicians. Um, you know, her son would come to, there in the morning, to, uh, take her out of bed, put her in a wheelchair and feed her, you know, and then go to work and come home and put her. And that went on for like, I think, 10 or 12 years. And then she heard um, Wallach's show. She um, started taking, oh, they were getting ready to cut her legs off, too, because of the pain um, she was having. She, they hired a psychiatrist to cut her to tug at her, tell her it's okay to cut her legs off. And then her, they said her fingers, joints were like saltine crackers, her bones. Um, and she started taking Wallach's products, and with a, a amount of time, she went to a walker, and then she became normal and healthy again. I mean, they're just stunning stories. Um, That's uh, right, one after another. And and why, why is uh, a lot of the... Why why are we uh, nutritionally deficit? Well, there's there's nothing in the food. There's a look at look at uh, Senate Document 264, 1935, I think it is. You can pull it up on the internet, and they're telling you the soil is deficient in, in minerals. Right. And, That's and, right. And so there's another group out there called International Ag Labs, and the guy the, where I learned all this, um, and that's where I started putting nutrition and minerals in my garden. So my soil test after I started doing all this was maybe a plus 74, okay, which is good. Um, but I was trying to contract back then um, with a farmer. I was trying to help farmers back then to uh, bring up the quality of his soil. And so this guy, uh, he was west of I-35 here in Oklahoma, and uh, I think it's Covington, and he was had 150 acres that he uh, was raising wheat since 19, 1907 here at Statehood. Um, and all they do is put NPK on the soil. So the guy did the soil test to see what we had to do to fix the soil to make it highly mineral. 
It was going to cost him $60,000 um, because his, his soil index number was a minus 26. It was so deficient because plants are strip mining all these minerals, see, but, but they don't put them back in. And, and farmers are paid by pounds and bushels. They don't paid by the quality. And, and, I mean, we have refractometers, right? These are little optical devices um, you can look through, and it's the, the, the reading inside is from 0 to 32. And to give you an example, uh, a good quality romaine lettuce is, I mean, it goes from 4 is poor and 10 is good, okay? Well, you can take some leaves up and squish them, and the juice you put on the refractometer, and you can measure that. Uh, actually see how you're growing in your mineral thing. Um, and if the line is blurry, then you have enough calcium. Um, and so I, was, I used to give like five-hour PowerPoint presentations on soil fertility and human health, and I, so I used to do all this. Um, so when I'd go to that place to wherever I was going to lecture, I'd go to the grocery store and buy romaine lettuce and an apple and a pear, or I mean um, pepper. And so some lettuces, or most romaine lettuces, are only like um, one, or 1 1.1. Um, I tested some red leaf organic lettuce, and it was 0.2. See, it may look like lettuce, yeah, but there's nothing in it. There's no sugars and there's no minerals. And minerals is what makes the whole thing work. And, and that is the story of why it is absolutely uh, a necessity that we supplement, uh, you know, with supplements. A absolutely. And and what's, what Wallach, and I so love the guy, because I went, you know, to his meetings live, and then when I was in um, – uh, whatever it was Bridgeport or up there somewhere in Missouri, Jamestown or whatever, that community, um, the guy that was given the talk while he was, Mr. Joel Locke wasn't in the room, he was just coming, but he was doing some talks and I started talking. He said, well, why don't you come up here and share? And so I did. And so um, Joel Wallach happened to walk in the room and I was, you know, talking about all this. And he said, yeah, I may take that guy on the road with me. <laughs> But It'd be good. you know, but but what it is is, it it's minerals. I mean, um, and the guy does it, and and he shows you. I mean, um, you know, it's the most amazing thing. I've never seen anything like it. And in his book, you know, Dead Doctors Don't Lie. Do you understand the biggest thing missing in the soil is calcium because calcium goes down. And there's 147 calcium deficient diseases. It's in his book. And then you look at all the birth. There's things like zinc. If you're missing zinc when the when the mom is, you know, um, starting that new um, baby, well, then there's all these these um, d d problems, uh, you know, genetic problems like you know that happen. And and he was the guy that showed. You know, selenium deficiency, um, what was it? Cystic fibrosis. Yeah, thank you. I, yeah, my head is kind of full. Um, but that's right. You're exactly right. Um, and, you know, and I'm sorry I, to jump around, but there was another story in his book about the Arctic foxes. And 
you know, he was in charge of the, um, you know, he was the uh, doctor at the zoo, you know, so these guys would come to him and say, you know, our Arctic foxes aren't, you know, really doing very well. We need to have another expedition, you know, to go get more Arctic foxes. And so Joe Wallach said, well, bring him in. I'll take a look at him. And so they had to do it, you know, because he was the doc for the zoo. And he, he came to find out that the guy that was feeding the foxes was feeding them ground-up horse hearts or something like that. Well, when you understand that everything out there today, if you're not doing some kind of mineralization to the soil, is deficient. So everything, all the hay that you feed is deficient. Everything's deficient. Our food is deficient. And I can prove that. Because my garden, remember, was a 72. Well, I did a soil test of my pasture, and it was nothing. It was deficient on everything. Okay? So anyhow, the, the, the guy that was feeding the foxes ground up horse heart, all Wallach did is he went to the zoo, I mean the um, grocery store, and bought Gaines Burger off the shelf. And there were so many foxes, they overran the zoo with them. And they, he, made, he made it the, the male... The, the, you know, interbred the foxes and everything, and, and everything was fine. And they and, and they have to, they have like 15 kits or something like that, baby foxes, where they weren't really getting any before. And and so the guys at the zoo said, you know, just don't do this with elephants. <laughs> you know, you don't want to overrun a zoo with elephants. That'd be a big thing. Um, but that that's that's what he does and when you start to see all this and the difference it made in my life because i had a whole page of health symptoms um when i first started all this but then i started fixing and learning uh that it was so important um to do all what he's saying um i mean he's right on in in what he's doing i will try my best i will call him Sure. I so appreciate your your help, Joe. Sure. Well, well, people in general, I mean, that's very important for people to understand all this um, about nutrition. I mean, I I don't talk about it because there's, you know, this whole radiation thing. You know, when I started three years ago, I kind of stopped all that. I mean, I was doing a lot of those things, and I just stopped it all because I thought this was so much more crucial to what's happening. Well, it is, you know, and and uh, Joe, another great. That goes along with um, Wallach's stuff uh, is um, is Zapped. Have you gotten your hands on uh, Anne Louise Gittleman's book? Came out about mm, six years ago. Zapped. No, I, I haven't read that. No. Well, it is it is a diet along with um, explanation for those of us who are getting fried. Well, I, it, uh, it, well, I try to tell my family and the people I associate with now or try to help. I says. The first thing you need to do is find out your radiation load and how damaging it is and stop all that before and dry yourself out for a month or two. And then you can go looking at the nutrition things. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Um, how do you find out what your radiation load is? Well, what I do, um, and, you know, I've been at this three years now. Yes. Yeah. And I, I knew none of it, just like all of us, or the yes. majority of people out there three years ago, um, but I learned it uh, the hard way. And so I had bought a, um, a meter from Germany um, through a company here in the United States, I mean, Canada, Safe Living Technologies. 
and the particular meter was called an HFE 35C uh, high frequency analyzer from 27 megahertz to 2,700 megahertz. Um, and 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 the reason I got that was I watched the YouTube by Dr. Dietrich Klinghardt, the health crisis of our time, EMFs and smart meters. It was 43 minutes, <clears throat> and so that's what got me going. And and the reason I bought that particular meter because you can buy them cheaper was he would say if you go into the bedroom, which is crucial for all of us then a pregnant woman sleeping over over 5 microwatts per meter squared had a high potential of having autistic children oh wow and and so you know dr erica mallory bly just his last month came out with a 2 hour teaching uh in the uk um, and in 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 um you know people really need to hear she is an emergency room doctor and she has taken this on, and then she is sensitive herself. But you know, they're saying that the long-time exposure is shouldn't be over one yeah. microwatt per meter squared. And smart meters are from AEPPSO here, where I am. In their trifold document, said their meters are putting out 400,000 wow. microwatts per meter squared. Wow. And more. Wow. See, and and so. So that's where this FCC thing tomorrow is so critical because um, there's a fact sheet out, I think I sent it to Shelley, um, where I think they're starting with 28 gigahertz or so in there, and that's what they're using for what they say 5G. Um, but what they're not saying in the fact sheet is they're going to be going up to 87G. Oh, jeez. And, and so do you understand that this kind of – um, frequency and radiation has to have this massive, massive, massive infrastructure. So, like, there'll be transmitters on top of the light poles and telephone poles, and every they'll be everywhere. Um, there'll be no escape from this stuff. And so that's that's going to be a. I mean, it's, if you have a meter like I do, and I go, uh, and maybe I didn't even answer your question. Now that I think about it, because you asked, how do you know your load? No, 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 but I, I, I'd also like to know is how can I get a hold of you. Are you on Facebook? No, I'm not. Okay, well, okay. You want my, I phone, was, you want my phone number? I would love it. I would love to talk okay, to you. It's, okay, it's 918-274-8111. 8 Yes. Bless your heart. It's a landline because they uh, – Yeah. Yeah, I, I, have I used to be a cell phone um, holic. Yeah, I, I was running over two thousand minutes a month. Yeah, and my wife was saying, uh, "Honey, you know, you really need to stop that because, yeah. because see, more and more people were calling." You know. Yeah. And, okay, my name is Linda Costanzo, and I will be calling you. Yeah. I'd like to ask and, you about that information. But, but let me show you my. Sure. Um, sure. I got. I'm down to seventy minutes a month now. Oh, good. So I'm getting, I'm dried out. <laughs> well, as long as as long I'm I'm on a landline too, and that always works for me. So as long as you're on a landline, okay, that's cool. Okay. I will be calling you. Thank you, Joe, okay. very much. Okay. And so, who asked me about how to measure the load on me? Okay. Okay. Well, let me okay. explain that. Um, so after I've learned all these things, um, then what I do is, you know, people will call and I, can they say, will you come help? And I've been over a lot of this. State of Oklahoma with this, just 
trying to go help. Um, but the first thing I'll do is an antennasearch.com. You pull that up on the Internet, mm-hmm. um, put in your uh, address and zip code, and mm-hmm. then you look, and it will tell you how many antennas and how many um, uh, communications, wait, uh, cell towers first, and then communications antennas. So, you know, I was working with one of these state legislators, um, Representative Seneca Scott, and uh, he's north of Tulsa University right there. And he had like 215 cell towers and 900 antennas in a four-mile radius of his house. Wow. See, see, people don't know how bad it is out there. Yeah. Um, we're already inundated and being um, swamped, and we're in the sea of radiation. Nobody really knows anymore what it's like not to be radiated. And that's a serious problem because, you know, like the military documents, the 1971 Navy military document, which um, had 2,300 studies, had five pages of health symptoms. See, so, so people don't know anymore what it's like to be free of it. And, and so, like, just, just recently I was able... Uh, I was getting so desperate because I put myself at harm's way when I go read people's homes because I'm next to, like, a deck phone base that's putting could be putting out, like, over 200,000 or AT&T's um, U-verse, depending on the model or whatever, and it could be over 200,000. Um, you know, and there's different Wi-Fi things going on, all that. So I, I'm getting harmed, and I couldn't take yeah. it anymore. yeah. So I, I paid $1,700 for a cell tower climbing suit, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, it wasn't really enough protection. Um, I don't know how those guys are surviving doing what they do, but <laughs> I was able to um, contact a guy in the U.K. that uh, the, the cell tower suits were 20 DVD, and um, the ones I got out of the U.K. were 50 DVD. So, so I have a suit now that I can suit up in and go outside where I live, which is very toxic and very hot. It, it pushes at times 1,500 to 2,000 microwatts per meter squared all the time. I mean, that's bad, okay? And, and so because I can, and we live on two and a half acres, so I can suit up and go out and do my yard work and, and not be sick. Are, are you missing that suit, Joe? I am right now, but I just talked to Jesus, and he's sending it back tomorrow. Okay, but I didn't finish my – wait, I can see I get on these rabbit trails. <laughs> so I do I do the antenna thing, and then when I get to the people's house, I do a 360 with my meter out in the front yard to find out where the worst radiation is coming in, if it's coming from what direction. You do that in the front and backyard because the house could be blocking the radiation if it's coming from the other side. Um and so then the reason you do that is because if you're living next to a cell tower then or a communications antenna, they're coming right through your house. They're coming right in the walls wow. uh, and, and damaging you at high levels. So then I, I go into the house, and, you know, we're going in there because of smart meters, but we have to quiet all the other radiation um, that is in that house. And the quickest way, if you want to, if they'll let you do it, it's just to throw the main breaker, and if that's a big thing. But then you can read the smart meters on the outside that are still on, and they're coming through your house. They're made to come through your house. 
So if it's on your bedroom wall, you're in big trouble. If it's in the garage, which is at the other end of the house, that's better um, because, you know, distance is your friend with this stuff. Um, but I can't. I can tell you the stories of you know people spending eight thousand five hundred dollars on um, surgical biopsies, um, blood tests, antibiotics, to all no avail, and they found nothing wrong until I showed up and showed her she was sleeping between two smart meters, one ten feet from her head, and the other was fifteen. The neighbors, and she was getting you know damaged physiologically from this stuff so 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 you you know it's you you'd be surprised about um and then you know i go in and we'll turn all these devices off but we show the public you know they don't even know they're transmitting i mean it's it's, it's well it's just like you pick up your cell phones and you talk on them but you don't realize you're being radiated so when you have the meter sit next to your cell phone you're pretty shocked when your cell phone registers like, you know, 19,000 microwatts per meter squared. Um, like when I'm out reading and I'm sitting there and there should be no pulsing, like or standing in somebody's kitchen and I'm getting pulsed, you know, one of the first things you try to do is say, T did you turn off your cell phone? Well, some people forget or are moving around the house and there's the lady's purse, you know, the wife's purse, and I'm sitting there in the kitchen and oh, we thought we had everything off. And I said, no, there's something still pulsing in here. And sure enough, she had her cell phone on. Say so She wasn't using it, but it was still pulsing. Or to give you another example, about two, two or three days ago, we were out in the country um, looking for another house. And we were trying to show the couple. Um, uh, there's, they're on these fairly uh, large spaces. And I, I knew one guy there. And so he was about 300 feet to the west, and so we pulled up and parked in the shade. But I could read his deck phone that far away, coming out of his house over to where we were. And so the house we were supposed to go in to look at, um, as we got closer, had a deck phone and Wi-Fi running. So we got in, and I introduced myself, you know, and I asked him if we could turn those things off because it hurt me. And he goes, oh, sure. Well, we were walking around their house, and we went through the garage there, and there was this pulsing. And I said, well, does everybody have their cell phones off? And they said, yeah, no, we don't have cell phones. You know, it's okay. And I said, well, there's something here because my meter doesn't lie. Um, and But I couldn't see it right off. So we walked on through to the other part of the house, and we're looking around. Then we came back, and there was the high reading against it because as we left the garage, the pulsing got less. I was paying attention to that. But when we came back into the garage, so I was standing there by the water heater. I still couldn't see it, but I looked at the plug, and there was this little charger plugged in the wall, right? You know, they charge, you plug your devices in. And I said, where does that go? So, so he lifts up this rag, and there was a wireless radio sitting right there huh. that was radiating everybody. But they, but they didn't even know it. See? And so that's you, really everybody really does need a meter. I'm not selling meters, but I'm saying you need it because you don't know where things are. You can be in a house, your apartment, apartments are the worst because they gang the meters, and especially if it, your your bed is right next to the 13 or 20 meters on the wall outside, you don't have a chance. Um, but, 
you know, um, if you're in a, or a house or apartment or a townhouse or whatever, your neighbor can have a deck phone or they can have Wi-Fi right against the other wall coming right into your bedroom, and you don't know it. Or there could be a cell tower real close coming right in to your bedroom, and you don't know it. And so that's why you need those things so you can measure how to protect yourself. I, I suppose when you have uh, security cameras running on Wi-Fi throughout your home, yeah, you're in I'll, trouble? Yeah, I'll tell you the story. That okay. I was I was doing a house. It was an expensive house, um, yeah. friend. And I was out in the garage, and I was walking around, you know, and I, I'd take my meter and, and just walk, you know, slowly just to see what it picks up. And so I was on this one wall, and I said, wow, you know, that, that's really bad. What is that? That's quiet. I said, but I'm in this garage, and there's nothing there. Um, and I said, what's on the other side of this wall? And I said, the front porch. I said, well, let's go out there. So we went back in the house, went out the front porch, and I was looking around at my meter. It was There was a camera, yeah. a video camera right above the door, wireless. Yeah. You know, and it was, and it was extremely um, strong. Um, and so, yes, that's to answer your question. That that's a huge problem. Anything wireless is is going to be transmitting, and it's going to be damaging our health. Huh. And I suppose I've got a tri-field meter. I suppose I could check that out, couldn't I? Just yeah, kind of sure. Hear them and see how it measures. Sure. I wonder if that's it. Yeah, because I've got real high readings in my house. So that probably is the reason. Well, you got to you got to be able to see what causes, and the reason I like yeah. the. Um, I like the um, HFE35C. Is it's got two antennas. It's got one that's a long green antenna, and um, it's a directional antenna. And so you can like, if you're looking, say, at one cell tower, and there's no other transmitting things around you, it's very high. And then you can turn 180 degrees and aim the other direction, and the meter is really quiet. It might go down to two or three. Oh. Where. Yeah. When you're looking at the cell tower, it might, you know, be 900 or 1,000. Yeah. See? And so I use that as a working tool. And then there, they have an omnidirectional antenna that just measures total um, magnetics where you're standing, Mag- you know, electromagnetic, the, the microwaves. So it's just, it's just a good working tool for me. But yeah, that, but, like but that's how you measure and you see how bad... Okay. Um, your living quarters are because um, I know this one guy in New York lives on the 21st floor of an apartment building, and his apartment's 19,000 microwatts. Oh. I mean, he can look out the window and see the panels of the cell towers. Wow. So you need to know those things if you're going to. And today, see, people don't understand how bad we are today, and and we're everybody's being affected. I mean, they don't even know it. Is there any way, do you feel that putting like a, um, I don't know, mesh, some sort of protective mesh on the other side of the wall from the from the smart meter is helpful at all? You well, know, inside one, my garage. Or one, my, oh, go ahead. Sorry. One thing I've learned mm-hmm. is when you're close to the source of the transmission, it's, it's harder to stop it. Um, I, I was up north. <laughs> of Oklahoma City and this lady had a OGE smart meter um and her bedroom wall stuck out five feet past the main house and the meter was on her bathroom outside bathroom wall. Yeah. 
And I used two plates of quarter-inch steel to help try to stop that from transmitting into her bedroom. Yeah. So, so like, and some people will call me and they say, well, you know, I've put aluminum foil on the inside wall. Will that stop it? I said, no, it's blown right through. <laughs> and, I'll yeah. go, and I'll go measure it, and sure enough, it is. Yeah. So, so a remedy maybe to that um, is if you can get it off the house. So, like, hmm. say, I don't know, if you have a, um, a single-story house, and you can ask or get the utility, you, you know, if it's underground or overhead cables, you know, underground's even better yet because the cables are already underground. Right. But you can, say, take the meter off your house and go anywhere 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 feet away from that house and put the smart meter on a pole and yeah. then aim it the other direction, um, and then it's off of your house. That That's probably the better remedy um, okay. because it's, they're really hard to shield when they're on your house. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for your, this information. This is really good. Hmm. Well, back, back to... Huh? Um, I would like to mention that you know, I, I've spoken to you before, and, and I've told you, you know, you know, I've had wonderful success where I live in a 60-unit apartment complex right. with the use of, of uh, plain old heavy-duty aluminum foil right. or sheet metal. But uh, I've mentioned to you before a very simple test to see about the effectiveness of blocking um, some some radio waves uh, is to simply take a AM radio turn it on to a channel, you know, turn on the volume so you can hear it, and very slowly take one layer of aluminum foil that, you know, you have laying around the house at the store, and just slowly wrap it around so that it totally encloses that uh, AM radio. And uh, if, if your experiment, you know, goes like mine, it will completely and totally block the signal. Well, that's that's and, 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 and even though if you have a little little opening, it will still block most of the signal. Mm-hmm. And as you slowly unwrap it, you know the volume and the signal will increase. Yes. Well, you know Sam Milhelm did something like that. You know he wrote Dirty Electricity, and he had his radio on. And he was walking through his apartment, holding it to the ceiling, and it was reading the magnetic field like you're talking about. But I would have to try that with microwaves because I've never done that. So that would be an interesting test to do, yes. Well, here's another little thing that I found out. You know, I was real pleased to figure it out. It was just so simple and cheap. Uh, The other day uh, I had somebody in here. Uh, you know, I, I have a sign on my door that says, uh, power off cell phones, please. Uh, um, been there for a couple of years now. Anyway, I asked somebody to come in with a cell phone on, and we used it as a meter. And what I found was just, just uh, really, you know, interesting and sort of exciting for me because um, you know, who, who does not own or never has had a cell phone, because they make me so sick. Right. Uh, what we did was, you know, we went from various locations in the, in the apartment and outside and just uh, uh, 
read how many we put it on. She said that what you do, you turn it on settings. And I guess it's maybe just maybe the newer cell phones that you can do this with, but I think some of the older ones too. You turn it on settings, and then you go to the mobile network. Uh. And, and that shows how many uh, 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 microwave signals uh, uh, are coursing through your space and your body. Like like your Wi-Fi's, how many Wi-Fi's are on you? Exactly, exactly. Right. And it also gives the name of them. You know, like yeah. who it is. People have pseudonyms. and But anyway, they're distinct, and you can count them. Right. Uh, like you said in O'Dwyer's place, I believe you said that he had 26 of them. He was on the 21st floor. Well, I think he had more than that. I mean, I got 14 on my house. Right, and I have a similar number around here. Uh, depending on where I am. Uh, but anyway, that's the point. Uh, so you can count them. You can count them, but not only can you count them, but it turns out that it shows the strength of the signal. Uh-huh. It's like low, medium, or high. Now, now I thought this was all very wonderful, you know, being able to determine, uh, you know, in that way uh, uh, how many, how many Wi-Fi uh, signals are going through your your own private space and your body and stuff. But what I further determined uh, by using aluminum foil, uh, 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 that it, it is directional. You can use your own cell phone to determine, you know, what direction, and also what kind of materials are effective in blocking them. Huh. Okay. And the way that I did that was, you know, I've got. Oh, I've got a, I've got quite a bit of uh, aluminum foil which I've pasted to large pieces of cardboard which which work really really quite wonderfully. You know, I've created two spaces in which to sleep. Right. Uh, uh, one one of them is around the couch, uh, and another one is uh, another uh, around a, a camping cot uh, uh, with cushions on it. Anyway, they're both about four feet off the ground. You know, the right. ceiling, so to speak, uh, is. But um, the thing is, when I, I put her cell phone into these places, uh, the signal is reduced. The, the number of signals are, are reduced substantially. Uh, but but uh, the directional thing that I was talking about, uh, uh, Joe, is, is that just by holding your cell phone and putting it on those setting things and then moving tinfoil around, whether it's, it's Pasted on foam board or or a cardboard or or just not even on anything. You move the aluminum foil around and you watch which signals drop right. off or diminish in strength. Right. You can determine the direction. That that's good. I see. I've never done that. I've just <laughs> I've just had the meter. You know. That's good because especially where we sleep, that is the critical place for all of us. Right, right, and it turns out the kitchen is a nasty area too. It is. That's true. Um, let me let me ask. You know, Ella. Or, or, yes. Um, you know. Hi. T- tomorrow is. I think um, I got it. We got an email from Kate. Uh, she's in contact. Uh, I don't know if you know Daphne Tackover. No, I'm not. No, I don't know that. Okay, she's she's from Israel and she's a lawyer. Um, she was over there, and she helped, I think, get Wi-Fi out of um, Haifa, the third largest city's public school. And then they did a U- 
they did a documentary, a 28-30 minute documentary that you really need to see because there she was. This documentary is showing how much radiation is out there and how it's really killing us. Um, and, well, she was just instrumental all that. Well, she's in New York um, and she's in the uh, rural areas. And tomorrow she's going to be at the FCC hearing uh, where they're going to vote on the 5G. And then there's another guy named Kevin Moltus, M-O-T-T-U-S. I think he's in California. Uh, and he's up there right now. And so they ne they need more people to come to that meeting. So if some people are listening to your broadcast or your radio show, uh, let me give you Kate's number. Can I do that? Yes, please do. I think that's important. Okay. So her number is uh, 410 358 9676. 410 358 So it, as many people as we could get into that room um, to help support, you know, Daphne and Kevin. Uh, they have some, um, I think it's T-shirts um, and, and a sign, and they would like to make a presence there. Um, so if they need help. Um, so if there's anybody in that area that could maybe be there, call call Kate first and find out the time and where the location is, and maybe they can come and help with all this. Because I'm telling you, I mean, probably not many people know as I do that, this is we're in a bad situation. This is we're being immersed. We don't even know it. The majority of Americans don't even know it, um, and they don't know the damage. I mean, we work with guys like Jerry Flynn, that has 26 years of microwave radiation warfare experience, and Barry Traller, you know, has got two doctorates in physics, and they're they're trying to tell us what's happening here. Um, and if this 5G starts, it's just it's just the start. You know, they always come out and they say, well, you know, we're going to start this or we're going to do this. That's just the beginning of what's getting ready to happen to all of us. Um, there'll be no place for anybody um, to hide or, or get out of this stuff, and it's going to be uh, astronomically bad. And people need to really stop and think about it because there's been no studies of what it does to your health and how it damages you. And well, what about the bioinitiative reports and those 22,000 studies? Well, yeah, but not. I'm not sure the the um, the frequencies they were looking at, like like the the toxicology study, that the 25 million dollar study that just came out, was looking at 900 megahertz, um, and that's a smart meters. That's one of the frequencies in smart meters. But this this I'm telling you, if we're starting out at like at 26 gigahertz and we're going to be going up to 87 gigahertz, I don't know that there's been ever any studies done on that let alone, I don't know of a meter that can even read the presence of the stuff. I mean, I don't even know of a meter that can, can read that. Uh, Joe, you know, uh, it just sort of, in a way, it just sort of doesn't matter. Uh, what's, the, what's the name of your, your uh, articles? Uh, what article? Oh, the ones in the newspaper? Yeah. Well, I, I publish, I've published like 117 articles. But you all have it under the same title. Yeah, it's... it's um, uh, there's the banner, B-A-N-N-E-R, newspaper, Adair, Oklahoma, and it's a oh. weekly, and it's and it's usually up on a Wednesday night. 
the new. So the name of your your articles is it not? You know, we're being cooked with yes, three Yes, that's, that's the title. Yes, yeah. the title is we're being cooked. Absolutely, thank you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the point. You know that we're already being cooked, and the, the the beginning is way in our past. You know, when they inch by inch, you know, introduced this lethal technology to us in the form of things that, that that people have become dependent upon and addicted to the cell phones and all the other wireless stuff. Well, see, they knew Jerry Flynn. will tell you he's got like a oh gosh, 400 PowerPoint presentation and. And uh, he tells you this goes back to 1932, and the Germans, um, they were using all this kind of radiation stuff, and the people that were around them were getting sick, so they started doing some studies, and they started calling it microwave sickness. And that's what the Navy, 71 Navy military document showed, is this kind of radiation, and that's the sickness. That's And, and see, that this lady I was telling you that spent $8,500, she went to all these doctors, well, they don't. They've never been trained about microwave sickness. They don't know, and so they do what they do know. But it's not going to help because they're not getting ready to getting rid of the problem. See, I mean that's that's what happened to me. Uh, you know, I was getting real sick and had some really severe health issues. Um, and then I listened to Klinghart and did what he said. Um, and within a few hours of the first um, thing I did. To my two major health symptoms went away immediately. I have a degree in physiology, so I know a little bit about that. Um, and so then I did some more things. I was what I was doing was was building a Faraday cage in my living room, which was directly behind the meter. And when I got all finished constructing the thing after several different nights and several successes and grounding the thing, um, the last um, thing after I got it all finished, you know, the finale night, I went to bed. And I woke up the next morning, and I opened my eye, and it, and I was very conscious of how I felt because I, you know, want, I knew I'd done all this, you know. And I woke up, and I, and I said, it's daylight out there, and I could hear the clock ticking in the kitchen, and I could hear my stomach growling, and that's it. I had had no more pain. My shoulders didn't hurt. My hands didn't hurt. I used to put gloves on every night. Uh, my groin, I, I had pain all the way down my leg, my teeth. I uh, felt like you know somebody poured Alka-Seltzer in that night. I had a whole list of stuff. It it all it all went away because I got the radiation off of me. Um, so it was pretty dramatic, uh, and so that's why I, I get excited um, for people if you could get them out of the radiation or get them out in the country because that's what I do. And now I I take people I you know get their realtor person and we go out in the country to find houses in white zones. And, and we have people in white zones now uh, out there getting away from the radiation. And like this one lady was in, I was telling you about Midwest City, that I've never seen anybody as bad as her. And so she moved, she bought a fifth wheel and a four-wheel drive, and we got her out in the country out east of us because the terrain is much different. You, can't, you know, if you're on the flat, you can't escape this stuff. But, you know, you have a chance that when the terrain changes and, and the trees, a lot of trees will block it. Uh, because, you know, they're biological and they absorb the radiation. Um, but she got out there and she was there for, oh, we got her in this one place early in the winter and she spent the winter there. And we came in the spring and we were talking to the lady that owned the property. And she said, how long have you known Debbie? And I said, well, since last April. And um, she said, you know, she's not the same person anymore. She, she's much different. And, 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 that's, and that's true because 
people are being so damaged, they're upregulating. You know, they're just beside themselves. You know, they, they're trying to survive this. Um, and, and, you know, to show that when I go and read people's homes, and uh, we'll, I always walk around the outside of the home first because I can find out where their Wi-Fi's or deck phones or sound bars and their entertainment, you know, whatever um, stuff is. And I had this uh, mom and, and about 26-year-old son or so, and we were walking around, and, the, and the, we were going past the kitchen, and we were probably 20 feet outside the house or 30, and I could hear the deck phone with my meter, and the boy was standing to my right, and so I stepped around behind the boy and put my meter against his back, and it went quiet. The meter went quiet. And so I said to him, I said, you know what's happening? And they said, no, he's, he's, a, he's a blocking the radiation. I said, no, he's absorbing the radiation. See, this is, wireless is nothing more than raw electricity being blasted at us. And, and so that's what's the, the problem. We're being subtly electrocuted, and that's, you know, flow. I mean, Linda knows flow. And we did the cartoon where, um, you know, electrocution is legal in Oklahoma for criminal punishment. And so we did a cartoon. Uh, it took us a while to kind of, I can't, kind of came up with it, and then Flo did a great job of um, showing it on paper. And um, we have a, a guy in a prison, you know, he, he's being electrocuted, and underneath it it says, um, see, um, Fast, fast punishment, fast death. And then we have a divider line, and we have houses with, cell, with smart meters, you know, water, gas, and electric. And we have um, slow, let's see, um, slow death, slow punishment. But it's the same result. You see what I'm saying? So, well, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, so that's what's happening out there. Um, and then the other cartoon we made, <clears throat> Flo did an excellent job on, is, you know, Jerry Flynn, the 26-year microwave radiation warfare guy, um, he was, you know, he tells people um, 900 megahertz to 5.5 gigahertz were the frequencies during the Cold War that they used on the enemy. So we have a cartoon with, you know, a battlefield with tanks and th there's this, truck that's radiating the troops, you know, and killing them with this kind of radiation. So it's a weaponized radiation because it kills troops. Well, then they have a line divider, and, and then we have cell towers and smartphones and, um, you know, smart meters and, and all this as consumer devices, and they're the exact same frequency, 900 megahertz to 5.5 gigahertz. So where they're what they're using on us is weaponized radiation. <laughs> but but see people don't understand that, let alone can feel it unless you're extremely sick and by that time you can't be around any of it. Hey, speaking of extremely sick, Joe, you want to give a little bit of a synopsis about uh Olga Sheehan and her uh her story? Yeah, yeah she Olga Sheehan, she was She's um, a, a wonderful um, example. I, I, I mean, I've been doing this stuff for a while, and somebody sent this out, and she wrote it, I think, June 15th to the mayor of Vancouver, um, Gregor Robinson and Olga Sheehan. Um, it's a 25-page article. It's, it's kind of a, 
I, I guess people don't read too much anymore, but I think, I mean, I, I read it, I found it very fascinating, and I emailed her, um, and I thanked her, and said she did an excellent job. But the title of her article is, No Safe Place, Shattered Lives, Healthcare Set to Crash, You Can't Fix This Fast Enough. Um, because what this guy was doing was he was Wi-Fiing the whole city of Vancouver, and she was going through um, what had happened to her. She was documenting it, and then she, um, you know, had a lot of um, one of the things she said, which was I thought really great. She asked the mayor. She says, "Do you guys go around and measure how much radiation you're radiating everybody with? Because there's all there's all these." cell towers and there's all these antennas and then here you're coming in and putting in more Wi-Fi um, and then you have smart meters um, and, and so at the end of her article she has a PS and then she has a PPS and, and I'm sorry but I'll read you just the last PPS um, she says I almost forgot uh, where should I send the bill question mark in the last four years alone I spent over $25,000 on specialist, medical test, therapies, supplements, and EMF shielding fabrics and devices. Being unable to work normally since undergoing brain surgery has cost me at least $250,000. She had a glioma in her head they had to cut out. The ongoing cost to my relationship, health, well-being, friendships, businesses, social life, mobility, longevity, and quality of life aren't inestimable. But let's just round it all down to a nice, easy $2 million. Should I send the bill directly to you so you can split it with your buddies at Shaw, Bell, TELUS, and BC Hydro? Please let me know. So if, if the, I mean... The public needs to understand they're going to pay the cost for what's being done to us. The, the corporations are making the profit. The utilities are making the profit. Um, but we're Big going to pay the Pharma is making the profit. Say it again. Big Pharma. You know, everybody's getting yeah. sick. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're running to the doctors uh, for uh, some kind of a remedy, and yes. they're being prescribed, you know, no, that that's true, but 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 the main I think the main culprits, uh, I mean the doctors are benefiting from the damage, um, but the main culprits are the are these these telecoms and 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 the, um, the uh, like she was saying BC Hydro the utilities, um, they can go in and force these meters on you, and and especially if they're on your bedroom wall like that one lady Dina that spent eight thousand five hundred dollars. Um, and and that's how you, when you go in to measure places, places that's what you want to see. But the public is being forced to pay some of, of them with their lives. Um, the damage this is being caused, um, and it's not going away. And that's why she's saying, um, you know, there's no safe place, shattered lives, healthcare costs set to crash. You can't fix this fast enough. So I mean, we're in a serious. Uh, situation right now and that's why tomorrow you know we need to be all over the FCC you can start with emails tonight you can get on their site and start emailing it and you can start calling in the morning if they're going to I was trying to find out what time their meeting is in the morning 
but well, I think you know Linda Costanz is Linda. You still there? Here, uh, she's been great at, at yeah, going online and uh, getting information. Yeah, uh, I'm here. I have those numbers. You gave uh, me. Yeah, some? I know you've got the numbers, and, and and I think they should probably be given out again. But what I was going to ask you for this time is, I was going to ask you if you could look and see what the time the meeting is. Oh. Yeah, and, and the time of the meeting, that's right. And also, I'm way interested in knowing uh, the, um, the kind of the geography there of the building, if there's a room, a lawn, or any space out in front of the building for a uh, demonstration. <laughs> well, I can take a look and see. Hold on. I was looking for, I, I had bookmarked, and it seems to be gone, but I bookmarked the fact that they were, t- they, they were the people that were so excited that this was going to take place. We're saying this this can be used for licensed use and unlicensed use. It's like what they they want not only for the licensed people to use, be able to use this, but unlicensed, yes. all kinds of things. Yes. And it's like how careless can they be? Right. Well, they yeah. Careless. I, I understand, Joe uh, and Linda, that 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 they are. You know, I have yet to read the draft of the thing, mm-hmm. uh, but I understand that that they are just totally uh, doing away with any semblance. Of a, of appearance of authority or a regulatory agency. Yes, yeah, so they want they want no regulation. They want to just let the industry run with it. There we go. Yes. Yeah. Well, but but here's the thing. So when so tomorrow at eight o'clock, they need everybody needs to be pouring phone calls into the FCC, yes. and it doesn't make any difference really where the phone calls go. You just need to shut down their phone lines. You just. Well, you know, like I told you. That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. Here. Yeah, you, you just call in. And and don't you can talk to anybody in any department if they're if the lines are busy or they say well they're busy then then give me the janitor I want to talk to him. You uh, know? If you through to a real person, but more more often than not, I only got through you know in all the calls to one person. That's a confidential assistant to Commissioner O'Reilly, and she's a very nice person. We had a very nice chat, uh, uh, but the rest of all the calls were uh, no so and so is unavailable right now. Uh, leave your leave your name and number, which I did, and here we are um, yeah. a couple of days later, and, and I have yet to hear from any of them. Well, you know, I understand that, but what I'm saying is you keep calling back and keep calling back until yeah. the, all the phone lines are at that place plugged up. Well, uh, yeah, don't yeah, hang yeah. up the line. Get, uh, hi, this is Melinda. Can I take a, a quick second while I'm just looking up those numbers? Um, is Corey still on the line? Corey? Well, anyway, I did talk to Candy again over on Facebook, and she says you have not contacted her, so uh, I don't know what to think there. Um, she does have uh, a protocol for the Morgellons. All this is not exclusive of Dr. Wallach. It all works together. So you might check out her clearing protocol for Morgellons. A lot of people have raved about it who have been very, very ill. It's just part of, you know, part of the whole process of detoxing. That's all I wanted to say to Corey. Thank you, Melinda. Thank you, Melinda. I'll relay the information to him. Well, anyway, I'm, I'm Joe, so Joe, you know, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, you guys. I'm, I'm reading. I'm, I'm reading an article about it about um, on the page called Recode. It says, "Here comes 5G on July 4th. Well, it's nothing, nothing monumental yet. Just a minute. I'll see if I can find where they're what's going on. It, a little pinpoint it. 
Okay, let me, let me butt in here for another uh, announcement while Linda's looking. I received in my uh, nextdoor.com neighborhood watch thing that the Los Angeles County Vector Department is checking up on dead birds in the area because of West Nile virus. Now, I'm, you know, such a skeptic with all these viruses, but anyway, there are some dead birds coming around, and that's really not great. Of course, they would want to spray melathion, which is Agent Orange, all over like Jerry Brown did with the fruit flies. Now, what is more important, a fruit fly or the human population? Let's not ask that question. Uh, if you hear of any a, a vector in your county because of dead birds, man, we got to make calls to them too because they they want to they want to spray us with poison any way they can. So read your papers, read the Drudge Report, whatever, and see if you hear anything about West Nile virus, which. I went to explore today, and it does seem to be one of those lab-created things like AIDS and uh, Lyme and all those other mysterious things, anthrax, etc. So be, we have to be so alert on every angle, every front, and, uh, and now the, our wiring, our food, our air, everything. Oh, okay. Not a moment's uh, rest. <laughs> let me, when you're a warrior. Let me give you an update. It just came in at 9.31. Uh, it's from Kevin. And Kevin says the meeting uh, starts at 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, with 7.30. A, with a pest. Okay, pest Pacific pest. time, uh, 10.30. 7.30. Hey, let me read you something that I just found. It says, what has to happen to make 5G a reality? Though the FCC will take the first step to encourage the development of 5G networks, local and state policymakers also have essential roles to play in the deployment of those networks. They will need to ensure that the technological infrastructure for 5G can be implemented by addressing the tricky issue of physical access. Well, never mind. That wasn't too exciting. Never mind. I just, I'm just that wondering. is critical. He's talking about antennas on top of the utility poles. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure what they're talking about. Life. Go ahead. <clears throat> well, I have, I'm still reading. <laughs> well, he, they're talking about Tom Wheeler, which you brought up, has noted that the U.S. can't. Tom, FCC Chairman Tom Wheeler has noted that the U.S. can't wait uh, for international standards, setting bodies to setting bodies to define 5G if it wants to maintain a leadership position. Oh, my. In other words, he wants to run this right on through, apparently. Oh, no, that's true. But you have to understand who Tom Wheeler is. Yeah. I mean, he was a lobbyist for the telecom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jerry Flynn sent out an email just here. Well, let me see. Um, it was 530. You know, the guy that's the uh, military guy. Yeah. And and he's and he's telling you about Wheeler. Um yeah. it says it's known that Tom Wheeler raised approximately five hundred million um for Obama in two thousand eight. Uh-huh. And at least another five hundred million for twenty twelve. Oh. Um he also personally gave twenty eight thousand five hundred to the Obama campaign. Um the, you know, the wireless technological industries mo- most powerful lobbies. Let's see, um you know, Comcast, uh, Horizon gave uh, almost a billion. Um, nobody knows how much, you know, Google. 
and other high tech companies contributed. Um, but but Wheeler was previously has been president and CEO of CETA, Cellular and Telecommunications Industry Association. Um, this is interesting. I mean, this there really this article is really pushing it. It's like we got to get in there and do it, get it done, be the first in the world, you know. Right. But what they're without what they're not going to tell you is they're frying the whole yeah. country. Yeah. Right. And they're well, not talking about that. That's true, and that's been the whole yeah. problem because we can't get out in the press. You know, we can't be there, and that's why Daphne is there. And you know, she's saying we are. Um, you know, how she say it? Um, you know, we are the uh, test. You know, we're showing you that we're being damaged. Um, and and it's amazing, Kevin, you know, was walking around talking to uh, congressmen. You know, I, I don't know if people know, but, you know, below the streets, there's these, um, you know, like uh, railways or, you know, that they shoot, they shoot the congressmen, the senators or house from wherever their offices are right to under the Capitol, and then they go upstairs. Uh, well, you know... Um, Kevin was down there talking to these guys as they were going upstairs, and he started telling them about the, the radiation damage. And the guy, one of the guys, said, "Is that why my leg is burning?" Huh. <laughs> well, see, huh. people they don't know. Yeah. But it's just it's just like the public doesn't know. Unless it's concentrated on you, like it is on us. Yeah. Um. Okay. It's um. This this is this is really it, it, just I just saw something that really. Apparently, the F- okay. One possible uh, pr- precedent that could apply to the sighting of 5G points of pres- presence is an FCC ruling in effect since 1996 that prohibits either landlords or zoning laws from placing restrictions on the installation of antennas for satellites, broadband radio, broadcast TV service for personal use. They're they're restricting. Apparently, there's an FCC rule that that restricts anybody from objecting to this. No, that in '96, remember the telecoms came into Congress, uh-huh. they passed cell tower legislation that said they could go into your state. So they're going against states' rights, right? Right. And and they said they can put up cell towers anywhere they want. You can't object <laughs> on environmental and health grounds. Jeez. That was a major thing. Jeez. And so I'd that's love to clear on who who signed that puppy, and that was you know good old Bill Clinton. Yeah. And I heard uh, he was paid. Uh, the Congress was paid. You know he was paid uh, from the telecommunications industry fifty mil for Jeez. signing that, which started this whole catastrophe, this disaster. You know that has been yeah. created. Well, he created a few more disasters too. I used to like the guy. Not anymore. Well, we all all liked um, Bill, you know, friend yeah. of Bill, you know, but um, you know some of the policies. You oh, know. disastrous! The policies right. used well, but it's, but it's, been disastrous. But tomorrow, all this is getting to go like um, yeah. well, Star Wars. They put it on warp speed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm not finding too much more than just what I what I've found on this incredibly pro the FCC thing. Right. Um. I, I'm not. Let me. I'm still looking. Well, it, but it's just like the utilities. They have their little um, song and dance. Um, they all prepared, and they and they go out and do it on stage. 
um, mm-hmm. and they they dazzle everybody, but they don't know what's happening to them. Wow. And the only reason they've gotten this far, in my opinion, is because people don't even know it's there. Yeah, yeah, and they certainly aren't going to tell us. She's about to give it. Big. Boy, I'm, I'm, I wish I could find something more factual, you guys. There's a whole lot of information on Google about um, devote tomorrow. Yeah. Um, well, they're all. It's, it's like uh, the pigs are running to the pig trough. Yep. Yep. Well, we were. The, oh, that's where I have it. I have it bookmarked under Forbes. There was a Forbes article about about this, about this, and they were talking. They. They were saying that the FCC is finally doing something right. They're opening up to 5G and finally, you know. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, that's Forbes, you know. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, but they're all part of it. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. I mean, like here where I live, you try to get to um, some news, um, you know, TV or whatever, and, yeah. you know, nobody will talk to you. Mm-mm. Okay, I'm coming. I came in late, kind of. So uh, we're calling the FCC tomorrow morning. Yes. At, at seven thirty, and we're going to just keep calling. Yeah. But the meeting, the meeting. The meeting. Numbers out again, please. Yeah, I've got the numbers of all these people, but I don't. You know, I, what I don't have is that eight hundred number. Where that went is beyond me. But what oh, I've, got I've got is got, well, I've got, I've got the eight 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 number that you gave me. Good. Okay, I've got Tom Wheeler, which is two o two. Four one eight one thousand, and then there are just some more numbers that don't all have names attached, but that's okay. They're numbers to that to the FCC in any event. The next number is two o two four one eight two thousand. Just tell them just just when they call, just tell them tell them tell the commissioner because they're all commissioners. There's five of them. Great. Okay. Yeah, we've got, and I think exactly. Then we also have two o two. Four one eight two one zero zero. I think that's Tyburn. Um, and then O'Reilly is two o two four one eight two three zero zero. And then the next number is two o two four one eight two four zero zero. And then also the one, the one that Linda found that was so great is the Office of Media Relations of FCC, which is 202-418-0500. Um, those are all pretty – I love that Office of Media Relations. We can really go after them, can't we? Maybe. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but the thing is – And then the other number that I think you were referring to that you gave me, Linda. Yeah, uh, good. FCC. Uh, the overall number that right. you'll get uh, a menu uh, to pick and choose uh, amongst them will be the Office of Media Relations. Is, um, the FCC number is 888-225-5322. Good. Well, if oh, we all, you know, if we all place calls, yeah. You could look and then give out the address. That's the thing that I I thought would be very effective is if we get a group of people outside there distributing information, educating one another. You know, maybe a little bit of a bullhorn. But what what I I had also envisioned and I thought would be fun. Of course, uh, it's getting kind of uh, real close to the date. Yeah. Uh, uh, I thought would be great fun if we we could get a little troop of of dancing and singing plastic heads. 
Allah, it is a little late. I think good luck. <laughs> Allah Judge Ito. Uh, but speaking of, of timeliness, the thing is, you know, uh, strategically, you know, I thought, you know, another option that we might uh, uh, try to uh, assert is is to, to try to delay this vote. Joe, Joe, you hear me? Uh, try to delay it until the public has has had more of a proper notice, so that you know well, we no, can. I, I, absolutely, but that's what I'm saying. If this thing's going to start at 10:30. If we start piling the calls in at 8 o'clock, and I don't care who you call, if we can yeah. shut those phone lines down, it's going to make a, a notice to somebody. Yeah, but if you can't get through, Joe, uh, uh, if you just can't get through, you know, who knows, maybe they've taken their phones off the hook and, and it's like nobody's calling. Well, yeah. I, I would assume we're talking about the FCC office in Washington, D.C., right? Yeah. I'm talking about Tom Wheeler and all the okay. commissioners' yeah. numbers. Okay. Well, well but, okay, I just gave you those phone numbers, but let me give you the um, street in Washington, D.C. Ah, thank Acor- you. Yeah, according to this uh, site, it is 445 12th Street Southwest in Washington, D.C. What kind of street? It's 445 12th Street Twelfth oh, Southwest, S W is that okay? Washington D.C. You know, wouldn't uh, it be wonderful? You know, if some people could use uh, the social media, you know, and have a uh, uh, what do they call it? Like a flash mob? You know, it happens. In <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know that you just uh, you make a a lot of calls all of a sudden, and just people show up. Well, they need to do that tonight. You know, you know, you know. It would be sometimes it's hard to get people to show up for like a protest, but if they thought they were going to do a flash mob, which is kind of like a fun thing, yeah. You know, <laughs> maybe, I mean, that's a great idea, Linda. Maybe that would love that, Linda. Yeah, generate some energy around it. Yeah. Let me yeah. just say this: that they are, there is planned for Friday, July fifteenth, of massive protest across the United States. Unfortunately, put on by. Uh, Black Lives Matter because oh. that wonderful organization has been co-opted, as you know. It's been taken over. Um, they do expect it in 32 major cities in the United States. 37. There is going to be a ruckus. Uh, how yeah. big, nobody knows. Uh, so we should do the calls tomorrow and maybe forget the flash mob for now because there may be one on Friday all over the country. Oh, well, in in future future ideas when we're getting together to to and um, I think they'll you know, on Twitter. How they get mobs together on Twitter? I don't what know. We need to do is ally with these people. These people recognize that the system is freaking broken. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but this is against cops, so uh, so it's it's going to be you know a tad dangerous, perhaps. So stay home. Make your calls, you know, uh, this is Friday the 15th. Now, tomorrow is Bastille Day, of course, so there will be riots in France. Um, so just, you know, stay tuned. Something to say. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna get somebody, happen to get in to talk to somebody, I like to sound intelligent about the information, uh-huh. you know, I don't want to just call in and say, please don't do this. I, I want to tell them something specifically that sounds like I know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. So 
can you give, can Joe just give us a sentence, a spiel, or something that we can say? Well, uh, yeah, actually, uh, we, we put out um, an email, um, and it was, um, I'd like to read it for you before I say it. Let me see if I can find okay. it real quick. Um, kind of lost in all the stuff here. Well, I'm thinking about flash mobs. I mean, just as you're looking, I mean, if we, if everybody had like a sign and you could turn, everybody could turn around and show the sign and then I, it's, I love the idea of a flash mob. You know? I thought you might. Uh, you know yeah. what else? You know, I think is, is I don't know, Linda, I, I don't know if you could find out online, you know, how big that room is, but. Uh, you know, hon, I can't even find the actual room. I can only find. The address of the Federal Communications Commission over oh. in Washington D.C. The address it, it doesn't show anything else. I can keep looking. I can I'm just keep telling looking. you though, we had a similar situation here about five years ago uh, when there was a, a hearing, so to speak, uh, by mm -hmm. the G and E over the smart meters, and there were a hundred, over a hundred signs and so uh, But the thing is. Gotten unknown here, probably, Ellen. Oh, come on. Well, as I was saying, if I might just finish my thought there, uh, can you hear me? Linda? Hello? Uh, hello. Uh, I'll just assume uh, I'll just assume that I'm being heard. Uh, is is that if there are too many people uh, that overflow in that room, it seems to me that there, we have a legal right to move the hearing. To sure. A, can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you now. Did you hear what my okay. beginning of my thought was? Because uh, what I'm talking about is changing it to a venue. If there are too many people that the, the room cannot accommodate uh, at the hearing, that I, I would think that, that we it's our right to have them move it to a larger venue, to a larger space to accommodate all the interested members of the public. After all, I guess it is a public hearing that, to accommodate the members of the public that want to uh, listen and participate in that public hearing. You see what I'm saying? And if they refuse to do it, um, you know, I believe that, you know, use the same charge that they use against us uh, all the time as violation of freedom of speech. Uh, mm -hmm. And so Agreed. that would be a legal attack uh, to uh, prevent or at least delay possibly uh, the thing from going into effect. Right. Where's uh, Joe? Where's Joe? Joe, okay, he's I'm here. Muted. I'm okay. here. Can you hear? Just checking. Yeah. Yes. Sorry about that, Joe. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where the noise is coming from. I apologize. Okay. Can you hear what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, here, I can hear you. here is here is what the lady that called wants to know what to say. Uh, then well, this is what you know I put together. It says tell the FCC to vote no on 5G wireless. The $25 million U.S. Government National Toxicology Study Program, 62716, found wireless radiation causes cancer. 
All right? Thank you. Okay. I'm going to run. Listen, I really appreciate you guys. Boy, and, thank you. And we'll look forward to what happens tomorrow, and I appreciate all your help. Hey, Joe, I just had a quick question. Sure. Um, what about those um, the EMF blockers for the phones, for the cell phones? I mean, they, they supposedly they can block out 100% of the emissions. Is, do you believe in that? Is that something you yeah. would suggest to us? No, that's something that will work, yeah. Okay, great. Well, yeah. thank you, Joe, so okay. much thank for you. your we'll great information. We'll talk again sometime. Okay, bye-bye. Talk bye-bye, to you soon. Okay. Okay. Thank bye-bye, you. Bye-bye, Joe. Okay, my phone was saying you're being unmuted when he said 25 million, and then it was off. So what do I say about 25 million? <laughs> He's so funny. These phones are great, aren't they? Yeah. Let's okay. <laughs> it's a 25 million dollar increase, or what is it? 25 million dollar million put into it, or what? All I got was I'm vote no on 5G wireless. Wireless radiation causes <laughs> cancer. Can cause cancer. That's yes. all I could get down. Me too. Yeah. That's what I got. You can do that. <laughs> I used to lobby. We used to spend whole days and weeks, you know, getting the information in our heads so it came out right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is important. <laughs> it's important okay. not to sound like a total fool when you're calling these people. Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's okay just to call in and sound slightly like a fool. I've been leaving messages all over just saying, I want someone to return my phone call. I want to know what we can do about this. Please give me some input, some advice, some suggestions, you know. So. Okay. So on the Pacific Coast, he said start at 8 o'clock. That means we're, yeah. we'll be starting at 5 o'clock? Um, no, it's going to start at 10.30. We can start it at, well, three hours before 10.30. What? <laughs> you have no. to figure that out. I can't right now. Um, the itself is being held, and in fact, I will tell you, I believe that you know, as a member of the, uh, interested and in, entitled oh. public, that this whole thing ought to be broadcast so that the the, the yeah. we hear yeah. uh, it, and it, it might even be you know, like I've seen congressional uh, hearings uh, yeah. broadcast, yeah. like on on YouTube. There is such this is such an important event. This thing should be made uh, available. It should be streamed or whatever, you know, as mm-hmm. it's going on. Streaming live, yeah. It, well, it is, it's going to be uh, streamed live at George Mason Thanks. University. George Mason University. You you have to pay for the service. It gives the number at the end of the uh, agenda. It's a PDF. I'll post it in the chat. Um, Capital Connection, it's called. Capital Connection. I don't know. Cool. Thank you, Bill. Sure. I'll put this PDF in the chat. Here's the room number on there, too. Who oh, wanted good. That? <laughs> uh, room TW-C305. TW-C305. Yeah. Now, here's the deal. If you think I'm a good researcher, you should talk to Bella. She's a researcher <laughs> of the year. She really oh. is amazing. Oh, well, I mean that. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, Bella. Thanks for putting that in the chat. Sure. Can sure. you find out if there's any kind of a uh, for a yard or any 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 space in front of the building for people to gather and and uh, and uh, distribute information and network and. Um, um, I'll do a Google map. On I was going to say we might have to do a Google, do, yeah, yeah, Google map. Yeah, Google map. Google map. <laughs> We might as well use this technology, you know, that yeah. they're provided with. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 
Mm. Mm. This, I don't. Ha- I don't have an actual photo. It's just a. It's like a cartoon almost. It's a little. No, that's not a picture. No picture. So who wants to who wants to initiate a flash mob? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Me. Right. No, no, I'm kidding. I didn't. I, but it would be cool. I mean, okay. But, here I got it. And that's a great idea. It is a great idea, and it sounds like fun. And then you could yeah, get some, you know, get people, it is a great idea. The only thing is, people people come together and train for days to be able to do a, a flash mob appropriately. You know, in in complete unison. Yeah, so we have to meet in the middle of the country. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's try and see how it works impromptu. Mm, good luck. The trouble we have organizing, are you kidding me? We would be out there just running in circles. Just kidding. kidding. Well, how powerful these calls are. You know, I'm showing it. It's made a difference in in a number of people's lives. Yeah. Specifically, you know, Jesus Mendoza. Yeah, Um, I was just kidding, by the way. I think we're doing very well. Uh, Y'all are doing very well. Where's your time? I want to thank you. Moderating and like that. Oh, you're oh, you, well, you're great at ideas. You're great at getting information. We're all trying really hard. I think you know. We're all trying. I'm glad you guys are on. I'm I'm a little bit brain dead, so I was not expecting to come on. And so it's really nice that you guys are on here and uh, giving information and sharing information and making this go smoothly. So I appreciate it. Sure. Yeah, I do too. I'm I'm very I feel quite tired, but I, you know I'm I'm listening, and my computer won't boot up, so. <laughs> See, I have no choice. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of computers, um, I'm so afraid to go ahead. Oh, sorry, Ella. That's okay. I was just going to say I posted the contact information on uh, in the uh, chat, which lists the uh, email addresses too. If people want to email those five people, Tom Wheeler and et cetera. Right. I I left messages for almost for several of the people. I haven't got a return phone call yet, but um, I just was asking questions about it, wanting to know. I didn't want to just make a statement and give my feelings or, you know, or what I, you know, the facts that disturb me about this process. But, um, yeah, it'd be nice if they could call back and let us know, like, um, you know, things we can do, you know, and mm-hmm. suggestions. Mm-hmm. The flash mob, I'm telling you. <laughs> you know, this is kind of thing. Go ahead. Hi. Hi, I have some information. I was playing with my cell phone about a half hour, hour ago, and something popped up on it offering me 5G wireless. All I had to do was click on it. Wow. Well, I think they've already done this. Well, yeah. That's, tomorrow is probably just a show. I think that, you know, we have to... Um, Protest the wireless companies. You know, I, I don't know what. Right, absolutely, the corporations yeah. that are running this globe. Yeah. Yep. 
Well, when they finally I, have to have to um, fork when they finally have their comeuppance, uh, the good thing is they have deep pockets. They are making a fortune, and and hopefully we can sue them for a fortune when all of this gets proved <laughs> someday. You know, it all gets proved. It's already been proved. What we well, that's is- true. To the to the to the satisfaction of lawyers who will actually do the suing is my concern. What we need to have is education and outrage, yep. and that we need to have a public that stops buying into their own uh, demise, you know, yep. by by buying these yep. wireless devices. We yep. need and safe safe uh, products like uh, safer in any event, like uh, analog smart meters. I mean meters. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, corded, fully corded uh, phones. Uh, no, we're we're entitled to have safe air. This is this is a form. It's it's uh, electro pollution, electro smog. Yeah. Uh, you know the 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 water in the oceans are already getting so you know badly mucked up, and now now they're you know doing the air and the earth with this uh, invisible. Oh, Uh, Their money is not going to protect them. They're human beings, too. And so when you talk about going to them, that might be a really good thing to do. A long time ago, there was a nun, uh, Rosalie Bertel, and two other nuns who bought into the Three Mile Island um, uh, stock just so they could go and speak to the people, you know, who were, uh, uh, what do you call it, not constituents, but the uh, owners, you know, of it when they had a meeting, so they were able to do that. Then, of course, they had an accident, and that helped the, uh, to stop what was going on. But um, they had a shabby nuclear plant; they knew it, and that was the way they that that was the way they did it. They went to the people who were putting the thing on. So I think that's important. These people are flesh and blood human beings, and that money is not going to help them at all when they start getting sick. Ronnie, you are exactly right. Look what happened to to uh, uh, you know the uh, the billionaire uh, uh, Steve Jobs. You know he got he got he was diagnosed with cancer at the, somewhere around the tender age of 48. Uh, thereafter, he had a liver transplant, and then and then he died of pancreatic cancer at, at something like 54. And even his billions couldn't save him, uh, but. You know, in, in, in his wake, so to speak, he was eulogized as a visionary. Right. Yeah. We still no. worship. Our, we worship our technology and our money. <laughs> that's just that's part of the culture here. So uh, we need to start thinking about future. Look beyond our noses when we do something. But I don't know how you get the um, the culture to do that. I've been wanting that to happen for a long time. We need to ally with the other people, you know, people are organizing uh, and acting around the world. As I said before, you know, there are eight to ten countries that are uh, in the process of removing Wi-Fi from the classrooms. Uh, There are teachers that are organizing in Canada to remove it. Uh, uh, The uh, anti-smart meter uh, uh, movement is is, uh, growing around the globe. so the, the thing is, you know, it's it's gaining momentum, not fast, you know. Well, the sooner the better. Like uh, like uh, Olga Sheehan said, this is a, something about like a a problem that can't be fixed fast enough. Can I can I uh, ask because you guys are a ball full of energy? 
uh, I was trying to get into a space so I could at least have a smart meter on the outside so then I can try to get it off. I'm in a wireless environment in a hotel trying to save this voucher by Friday. It's going to expire. Nine months of trying to use it. I find out there's someone with my same last name in CaseNet that has been evicted and had landlord complaints, you know, right in this area. I'm trying to figure out what the best way to approach this director, the director of the entire, you know, operation. He's, you know, who they they give the vouchers out, right? They they oversee them. They give extensions. This is the head guy. I mean, a CEO of you know, an organization to help disabled people, she's she's going to write a letter. That may not be enough. He said 15 days more, that's it. You're done. But he didn't know about this. I didn't know about this. A guy who owns some houses who also works for the gas service company just blatantly on the phone last night said, have you seen CaseNet? Have you seen your name in CaseNet? I was like, not my name. The person has a different uh, middle initial. He's like, well, you know, I don't know that. He said, you know, until you get the court records, you can prove that that person's birth date is different from yours. For all I know, you haven't been homeless since 2009. You, you're that person. And you're bouncing from the adjacent counties around, getting kicked out of here, kicked out of there. And I'm going to rent to you. I am a zero or as low to zero risk landlord, and I'm not going to change. And he said, this conversation's over, and he hung up on me. So I don't know if he was a perp or a legitimate guy. He was nice the day before. He gave me a heads up, though, and it's something that I can use to go to the uh, executive director with and say, you know, this is new information. I know you've heard the dog ate my homework, you know, five times for me, and it's all been legitimate, but here it is, this is brand new news. The, the CEO of, you know, the whole person, she, you know, she's confirmed this. You know, I'm telling you, I've worn myself out, and apparently it's all been for nothing. I called an officer. The officer said, get a copy from the court the county where this happened, prove that it's not you from the moment you start talking to a potential landlord. So they don't, you know, just track you backward immediately by phone, by name, and see this other person and assume that you are them. Which, you know, that's great advice from this female officer on the phone. So I'm like, is there anything else I can say? What would you say to this executive director to save a $936 voucher? You know, it's money. It's, it's guaranteed government money. Have you done that, what they suggested, to prove you're, that you're not this other person? I just, this case just, you know, hit me between the eyes when the guy said it. I knew that there was another gal on there. I knew that it wasn't me. I thought any idiot would just, you know, either ask me or be able to figure it out. You know, my middle initial is S, hers is L. First name the same, last name the same. You know, I, I'm sorry. If I should have figured that out, I didn't. No, I, I had the same confusion when it came to some. What my name used to be Linda Jones, and some Linda Jones had some kind of a back child support order out against her, and it was anyway. I know what you're going through. I've been there. So, what would you say to this guy? I mean, I I only have I only have today and tomorrow. What what words? I mean, how do you appeal to someone who you've appealed to in the past? You know, you say, hey, I've been homeless a long time. Landlords don't like that. That's true, and maybe that bought me a month. You know. I'm disabled now. They're afraid you're going to fall down on their property. I know that for a fact. That buys you a little bit of time. You know, there's there's only so much, you know, that they're going to that they're going to have mercy on. Well, I think they I, I isn't there um I don't think they can discriminate against people who are are uh, disabled. 
I think there's there are laws about that. They and, and they've been fair. They've given me extensions. You know, I, yeah. I I've called and called all kinds all over this town. I've called. You know, hundreds. I'm into the hundreds, probably into the thousands. Twenty, thirty calls a day minimum. You know, so whatever. You know, trying to save this stupid voucher. Do you have Do you have a car? Do you have transportation? No, no. I can't even fill out an application. My right hand is trashed. I have to find someone to fill out an application. And the last couple of people I've dealt with ran my app through. I don't think they even intended to rent to me. I think they were perps, and now that shows up on my credit. Whole other problem. I have to try to, you know, get that off of there. You know. But but this, I mean, just saving the voucher, you know, say, what could I say to appeal to this man? What I'm telling him is the truth. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess he wants, he wants I, I don't know, he wants visual black and white proof, right? I'll send him a copy of that, you know, certainly, you know, this is the person who I think uh, these landlords are, are having a problem with, not me. Do you have, have a computer? Can you yeah, yeah, it can all be forwarded. It can all be forwarded to his email. Well, can you can you research this other woman and and you know come up with oh, that? Huh? I could call the county. Um, you know, I think he's going to believe me that it's not me. I, okay, I have one other thing. I have in my. Uh, they won't like it, but I have a political. I have police record. Well, I have like a little dossier that they basically sent in with me last May when I mysteriously uh, came down with an infection in my spine. They had a, they had a little dossier prepared. They sent it to uh, a hospital that also has a behavioral health, you know, little side, you know, they have like a little behavioral health area that's both emergency and, you know, like, I, I don't know, they evaluate people, whatever. They took me there. And uh, altered mental status, you know, the big new thing. Uh, well, if you have, you know, an infection throughout your bloodstream, shows up in your urine, and they have to do a laminectomy because it's in your spine, it's paralyzing you. Yeah, I think you'd be a little loopy. You know, I think, you know, yeah. maybe you could, you know, get your phone out of your purse and, you know, who knows how I got that. Only God and whomever did it knows. But whatever. I'm alive. <laughs> Apparently I was supposed to live through all this. Anyway, they sent a little dossier in. So I can break into that on the hard drive. I have that downloaded. I can pull some of that dossier up that verifies. And this is an African-American director, the better part of that town. The uh, guy I talked to on the phone last night, gas service guy who owns some houses, he said, I'm not saying this, he said it. He said they're racist. I don't know if they are or they aren't. It's, you know, it's, uh, there's a large majority of African-American people who work there and are at the top. I think it would behoove me to send to them proof that I've been on the wrong side of the law because I have. I mean, as a homeless person, you know, you, you can't help it. You know, they, they're going to, they're, they're tracking you. They're with Are you, you thinking that will attract, that, that will make them feel better towards you? I think it will prove that I've been on the wrong side. I mean, I mean, there have been times they say she wears all black. I mean, how's that going to come across? I mean, they have gotten me on the stupidest thing. She wears all black. She wears a black baseball cap. Oh my God, where's that a crime? In church, you know, where where is that a crime, you know? So if I send some of the stuff that they have, the crazy stuff they've put in there, you know, just a few screenshots, 
you know, maybe I can say, hey, between this and this other Vicky, oh, I'm sorry, I almost looked at, I'm not saying my name on this line, this other person who I'm not, you know, no wonder I'm having problems. Here's the top stuff, and here's this. I mean, it's a good, it's a last-ditch effort. The thing's going to expire unless, unless I show him something that makes him, you know, feel it's worth it. He's not going to do it. He has um, to. Do you know, in the, in, the, in, in the chat room right now, I don't know your location or where you're at exactly, but it says there's, like, non-government free advice lines for, dis for disability advocates. Do you have something like that there, and do you have the 211 resource where you can call 211 and... Um, get connected to DHS and some of the services they have. Yeah, that uh, here that's a joke. I don't know. Different different towns are di you know. St. Louis is pretty you know they're sharper. I don't know what it is with this town, but uh, it's very hard to find good solid people. You know, very you know intelligent people are hard to come by here. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. Probably take some major heat for saying that, but be that as it may, I say I get to him some of the you know police statements, I get him some of those, if I have the strength to pull out some of the police reports, I think I still have some, you know, if I get him some of that, he'll see, yes, you've been going through, yes, you've been homeless, it's crystal clear right here, and on the other hand, we've got this other person with the same name who's, you know, she's busy getting evicted, she's busy uh, getting her wages garnished, you're on social security, she has a job, she's getting garnished. You you know, they can't garnish Social Security. Two different people. Other people are assuming that I'm her. Well, you know what? I would definitely call the Department of Human Resources um, or Services and see and get a referral. Just tell them the situation. You need some advocacy. You need some referrals to some help. You know, I mean, that's what they're there for. And like I said, I can't vouch for where it is, yeah. where you're at. But there's several see, numbers. Guy, he's the man. I mean. You saying have somebody from that advocacy, you know, you know, Mo advocacy for the disabled? They won't get on it until next week. They, um, you know, I've, I, I've, I just had a question. Um, do you have um, do you have different middle names? No, no. Oh no, no, no. She and I do. I thought you meant me. No, she and I. She's like Gwen. My middle name is Sue. Well, well, I don't the, know if it's L. I don't know. I assume it's Len. Len, D, Via, something. Well, there shouldn't be. What about be. your birth certificate? Can you show your birth There shouldn't be confusion. Just use well, your... Okay, none of these are the answers. The thing is, how do I approach this guy? This guy is all that matters. Nothing else matters but this man, convincing this man to extend my voucher. That's the only question. Your housing voucher? Yeah. 936. You know, it, it's a two-bedroom voucher. And this isn't the this isn't the owner. Of the, the man is the head of. No, this, this is the head of the whole authority. He's a he's a guy that you know gives these vouchers and gives the extension. He's the only one to worry about. Nothing else. Nobody else. You don't have anyone oh. under him that you a housing oh, specialist. Okay, I'm sorry if I've said this ten times. That's oh. the man I have to convince. Nobody else. And you have to convince him that you're not this other person. I have to convince him that's reason enough to extend the voucher. But you're not this other person. I'm just repeating myself over and over. No, I'm not understanding. He needs to know that there's a good reason to extend the voucher. To extend well, a good the voucher. reason. A good reason is that you had your tenancy. You 
you you had your tenancy. Uh, your if you were not a good tenant, you would have been served a notice. Um, it is it is reasonable expectation, and you can say kindly, you know, consider that it would be reasonable reasonable expectation that I would be offered tenancy, and I would appreciate it. And um, you'd like a contract for another year or two years or whatever it is. I might get a 15-day extension if I'm lucky. And this is about a voucher that, you know, really belongs to them. They can give it or take it. Are you are you caught up on your rent? Okay. I, I don't know what I'm dealing with here. I am homeless. Oh, oh, I haven't. Oh. I have not stiffed a landlord. I have been homeless, but I have not stiffed a landlord. I, I, I don't mean it that way. So the only people that are on my tail and have been in the past have been the police because I was in a car living. You know, even though they're the ones that were knocking on the doors of the landlords, telling them not to rent to me. You know, doesn't make a lot of sense. Knock, 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 Jane. You're disabled and you need some place to live, and you would well, like to live there. We're gonna go. We're just gonna stay in left field here, I guess. Apparently. Never mind. Never fucking mind. Oh, hey, we're trying to help you. But honey, I'm telling you, for the fifth time, one man makes this decision, and I need an excuse. You're all over him. the place. We, we are trying to help you. We're just trying no, to help I'm not you, and we understand yeah, you're stressed don't, off. Don't, don't swear when you're talking with him, or you'll lose I did, the whole I turn thing my right head there. Away from the, I turned my head away from the phone when I said the F word. I'm just saying there's one issue. How do I convince him to extend this? And he, it, it can't be the dog ate my homework. I've given you the best, the you know, most, uh, probably the biggest obstacle that I'm running into. Why I'm not getting phone calls back? There's somebody with the exact same name, except for the middle middle initial, who's been evicted, who has landlord complaints, they're garnishing her wages. People are looking at Kate Smith. They're seeing her, and they're thinking it's me. Well, that's part of COINTELPRO too. We don't know if that's by design okay. or if that's just a coincidence. You know what I mean? Do you see how that's non-responsive? I'm trying to get to this guy. I'm not trying to analyze any agency or bureau. I'm trying to save this voucher. One thing. I think you were given a a couple of good reasons. It could validate Yeah, very good, too. Yeah, this is Melinda. Honey, go get your birth certificate. That's the only thing you can get. You have to prove when you go to the county clerk that you are the person. The birth certificate. Okay, we're going to just waste my time here. He is a man. Yeah, no, you're wasting our time. So you do this on every damn call. You do the same spiel on every call. You don't slow down. You are rushing your script, darling. Slow down. I You've got these some excellent too. suggestions. Okay, and if like you think uh, we're wasting your time You're not by hurt me, all right? I'm sorry. It's been too long. I've been through too much. It's not going to work. You don't want to give me an answer. If you don't want to weigh in, fine. Oh, we've all been You have a problem, and I'll tell you what the problem is, and it's not this man. It's your attitude. And if you don't think about that tonight... When you what go see that man tomorrow, you better shift your attitude not, into please and thank you rather than demand some voucher that he may or may not give you. I uh, uh, you are turning everybody off on this call with your attitude. Now, no, honey, you can blame I us for that. Calls, we have I was nice both. from the beginning. After the tenth time that you're non-responsive and you go off the field. <laughs> oh, Jesus. There's no win for losing with this lady. She won't listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you, I, I muted her for a second. We're trying to help you, and you are being rude. And if you behave like that, people aren't going to respond well, especially when we're reaching out to help you. Now I'll unmute you, and you're welcome to speak. Line like this. No reason. There's no reason to record this line. 
there's no legitimate reason to record the line. It's a perp line. I know it's a perp line. Any, okay, any, uh, any we were trying to help you. I'm going to mute her again. Um, Melinda, do you want to tell her something? Because you gave her very good advice, and I agree with you 100%. It's her attitude, and it's her, it's everything else, and the way that she is, you know, you know, discussing the way she's talking to people that are trying to help her. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah no, it's not me. I I, I know some people uh, that have talked with her who have dropped her because she's just uh, unresponsive to uh, our community. She has an agenda, whether it's hers or somebody else's COINTELPRO. I don't know. Yeah. But I was mentioning this to Linda. Linda, she's been on this call for a year and a half saying the same thing. Exactly. And my feeling is her attitude is going to turn anybody off. Yeah, yeah. She, so, she needs patience. And if she needs. Slow down. She has to slow down. She's racing through everything. And people who race through stuff, you figure, are not telling the truth. Well, she's they also don't want not to very slow down. Clear. She's going around. I mean, I don't. She goes from this to that to that to this to this. Oh, yeah. and we're all trying oh, yeah. to follow her around and give her advice. And I mean, I'm sorry that we're sounding confused, but we're confused. If I am, it is. It, 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 well, it, it, everybody gave some very clear, non-confused answers. Yep. And uh, <laughs> she's rejected them. It's like that guy Corey. Everybody gives. Corey has could write a book on the stuff he's got, <laughs> but nothing mm -hmm. works for him. I, I mean, you know. How yeah. much can we give one or two or three or four people who come in and demand all the time of the call? Yeah. You know, I, I'm listening all the time, and I'm going, oh, you know, and this girl, oh, slow down, Sue, slow down and talk slowly, because otherwise it sounds like you're lying, and you're racing through stuff, and I think, what is she hiding? Yeah, it sounds kind of confrontational and demanding. Yes, and yes. you know you he's not going to take that. That man sounds like he's heard it all. You know. But you know, there's two types of people. I'm starting to see like there are people, these perps that come in and try to keep us and keep us off top topic. I understand that. And these people that come in with these scripts. But there's the other kind of people that come in and they want all your attention. They want a lot of information. They will. They don't have any. You know, it's about them and they have these needs. And I understand that sometimes they people are like that. But then if these people, the certain other classification group, they don't take the advice you give them. And so they're like chasing exactly. their tail and keep asking the same question. Exactly. You know, so, but you know, if you're, you know, a It's a bottomless person, pit. You call, they yeah. call, and they get all sorts of stuff that helps everybody else, but it doesn't help them. Because it's a bottomless pit with some people. Uh, yeah. Nothing will help them because they... They've tried he's it all for 14 years. She's a script. She's reading a script. She's a perk. She's done it many, many times. Stop worrying about her. Well, when she comes on and says that we're we're a, a perk. Yeah, I know, I know. Nah, uh -uh. Yeah, I think that's You know, the point is I think we should listen to these scripts and listen to these perps because this is what they're trained in. And whether yeah. or not she is, she has come on with the same thing for two and a half years. Yeah. And we should really listen to how they try to manipulate us and try to figure out how we can catch them on the first go-round and not two years later. Do you know what I mean? Alice is right. Yeah. It's tough to tell the difference, though, because I do know some yeah, people is. just talk circles and, and they have Joe the same experience. has some information that he's yeah. had for yeah. three years, and we've been talking about it for ten years, and he thinks... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, well her I'm phone sure maybe they, they cut Alice, you know, they can cut, they, they cut uh, East Virginia sometimes in the middle, cut all of us in the middle sometimes. The point is when people don't slow down and they do the same stuff over and over and over and over, it's a loop. It's called a loop. 
And if they don't slow down, they're hiding something. It's in acting. That's how, that's a character choice. If you go, you come in real fast and you start rambling things, thinking you're going to fool them. It, mm, it's actors do it. Watch characters who do it. And someone will say, now slow down, slow down. I'd have been fine until she started criticizing us and telling us we were all stupid. Yeah, Linda, you know, <laughs> I know. It's like, like, very well. because, like, you're wasting my time. You're wasting my time. And I'm like, thinking, wow, what's your time? I'm taking your time to hear, excuse me. Well, then get you have 50 people on the call. Well, then she needs to go get her information from some other place if we're wasting her time. You know, she comes yeah. on, she asks us stuff over on the. With the same stuff that doesn't really, it was like, bam, she's in the middle of something, and it's just, I never know what she's talking about, frankly. I'm never sure what she's talking about. Are you guys? I know what she kept saying. No, I mean, I was trying to follow her, and it, you know, you know, anyways, we're giving it a lot of attention. And yeah, that's true. But, you know, you know, it's, you know, we can only do what we can. It's help them, and then if they want to take it and listen exactly. and, you know, learn. You listen and you learn. You don't just listen and then ask for more. You have to actually take the learning, you know. You have to actually yeah. take the resource and give it a shot. do some follow-up. Yeah, you Try have to it. follow, follow <laughs> through on uh, the given. Okay, when new people come on. We do have to listen for a while. And, and I appreciate his Corey, he was panicked for a long time. And he's still hurting, I know. But he does listen. And he, he tries to find different people who might be able to help him. So when these new people come on, it's a scary thing. And they are a little panicked. So if we, um, you know, if we sympathize and just listen for a while, sometimes, sometimes that's all they need for a while. But then afterwards, like, I haven't agreed with Melinda for a while, but I do agree on this. You can't. It shouldn't take two and a half years to figure it out. who just come on and over and over and over, and nothing you do can help them. Yeah. So like well, that. yeah, and then I got I, I alerted Candy Wanda Walker, Wanda Walker, and I keep saying, "Well, now did Corey contact you?" And she says, "No, no. Either they are blocking him, or Corey did not contact her." And she was on when I called tonight and broke in. When Linda, you know, I said, "Hi, Corey, you on the call?" Because Candy's on Facebook right now. Go get her, you know. And I guess he was not on the call. So when they say no, uh, no, I didn't, or uh, no, she didn't respond or something, and then she says there's been no request. Uh, something's amiss. Something's amiss. Okay. Well, I hope the advice he got from Linda will will, will help him because he did sound, you know, like he might be. Following that up, so let's hope it works. Oh, so yeah, I that was good advice. advice. And Warwick I, is not, uh, you know, exclusive of Candy. I mean, they work together, the same stuff, and they know each other. I mean, nothing's exclusive of each other. You know, it's all help. Did you say Corey got some good information from me? No, from Ian. Oh, the other Linda. Okay, just check. I wondered. <laughs> from me. <laughs> <laughs> I was very excited. I wanted to give my heart to know that I, I was very excited for a minute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was. Like, whoa. <laughs> no, I agree. No, Lonnie, Lonnie's right. I mean, of course we listen. You have to listen. I know when I first called it, and, you know, one or two times, but then when they call in, it's the same over yeah. and over and over. Yeah. And it's and always the same inflections and the same tone, same timing. I'm thinking, yeah. This is a script. This is a, an acting role. This is a performance. The same panic that needs attention right now. You know, that's how it. Yeah. Those people seem to be, and that's kind of how she comes on. 
stop what you're doing. How can I, you know, she, that man has seen through her maybe. Uh, she's got to change her attitude. Well, if she's yeah, treating him, she is legit. Yeah. if she's treating him the same way she's treating us, I'm not. <laughs> no chance. He's probably no not, chance. you know, he's not looking forward to it. <laughs> Who knows? I agree. Yeah. I feel that way too. Yeah. There are people who have gotten freebies and vouchers all their lives, and they do have a sense of entitlement. And I've seen it when I I had to go on Section 8 right after the earthquake because I was wiped out. So for six months, I needed help with my rent. But I saw people come in there and demand vouchers and demand their rent. And, of course, I don't know the system. When I was in the hospital, this woman said, you know, I live scot-free. I have Section 8 and I'm. $1,500 $1,500 beautiful townhouse. I said, oh. really? She said, yeah, why don't you come to this meeting over here and we'll teach you how to do it. Whoa. I swear, that's truth. Hmm. I take it. I, I, you know, it's not in my psyche to do that unless I really need it. It, it just wouldn't appear. You know how I feel, how I am. If it doesn't belong to me, it will be taken away from me, so. I don't want to set up a housing thing and then have my house taken away because I lied. Yeah. Yeah. I think they would feel so entitled. I mean, I don't know. A lot of a lot of people do because that's how they were raised. Did you hear what Martha Stewart said today about the millennials? No. no These people sure. are fat and lazy and they feel entitled to everything. They're never going to amount to anything. <laughs> Well, did she get feedback on that? Oh, that but did. you know, it's kind of true. <laughs> this girl There's said, I graduated at Harvard, and I'm not getting the law firm I want. And some guy said, well, do a burger uh, I job and give, look for I wouldn't put any weight to what Martha Stewart says. She's a criminal. Well, I happen to agree with her. Well, oh, excuse me. She's the one who turned herself in. She did the time, not like some people we know. I admire her. Although, oh. you know, she did do insider trading. Not like our Congress people who well, got millions of millions. She was made an example she, of, you know. To me, she's made an example of, but she's also a predator. And um, I, you know, anything oh, okay. she says, I wouldn't even. Well. Uh-huh. See, I just take value where I can get it. But sometimes it's <laughs> not it it's the message. Yeah, Melinda, I know what you mean, because it's not even the me- the messenger, it's the message, and sometimes it rings true. Absolutely. Even there, the person made some yeah. flaws and made some mistakes, I mean, so. Yeah. Sometimes she's a straight shooter, and, you know. Um. Well, she's not the only one who has said that. Oh. She's the only one who's really come out with it publicly. And if it puts people back on their heels... Fine, because then they can start thinking about it. What'd she say? She said that the millennials are probably oh, not oh, going to amount to too much because they're into the gimme generation. Entitlement. They have a, you know, the sense of entitlement yeah. without working their way up. Well, I sure wish I had less I don't agree. I don't agree with that. I know. I, I never think I'm entitled to anything. I wish I had sort of a <laughs> sense of entitlement. You know? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, um, for example, uh, Social Security is not an entitlement. I mean, people, have been, I've been paying in that to that since I was eighteen. It's, so it's it's, it's not, not as though, it's not you know, yeah, it's not welfare. And and no. sometimes uh, people in Congress group it all together, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know, 
they're voted out because the older people do vote, vote, period. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. And the idea of privatizing, good idea. You know, just yeah, for the market price. Yeah. <laughs> just like they do with the prisons. Yeah. They, they, they can't let marijuana uh, abusers out because that will leave the prisons empty. Yeah. The prisons are on the stock market. They are. Whoa. Uh, I didn't know that. They are a commodity issue. They're corporations. Wow. Prisons are corporations on the, on the uh, stock wow. market. Wow. Yeah, it's terrible. So private, even though I'm a, a pure capitalist, unregulated capitalism is awful. Yeah, it is. Look at what it's done to us. Look at the bank. Look yeah. what went on. Jeez. You know? Well, it's the banks nice are socialist. <laughs> yeah. And what uh, I saw 19, by the way, 1984 is free on YouTube. Cool. And I viewed it last night. Oh. And underneath when uh, the actor, uh, let's say Winston is his name, John Hurt, lifts the page that was glued together. You could barely see what it said. Now, this is written in 1948. Yeah. Behind that page is the word oligarchal, oligarchal, oligarchy, oligarchal, collectivism. How would he know that in 1948? That is what they're trying to do right now. Wow, 1984 was written in 1948? Yes, it was. Yes. The, yes. The, author, oh the author reversed. He he took the year that it was written, and yeah. he he reversed the uh, last two digits. That's how he came. Yeah, supposedly how he came. You will you will be amazed at this. It, it's it's not a, an uplifting movie. It is not. I will tell you. But they do it wasn't have an uplifting movie. Juicy sex in it. Juicy sex. Juicy sex. Um, sort of. And um, and it was shot, you know, by the British, so they, they're not as uptight about juicy sex as we are. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> that comes with uh, strawberry jam, chocolate, and coffee, by the way, so you can Melinda, use your mind. Melinda, what? I want to go back to that $1,500 thing you were talking about, because I heard that yesterday also. This woman was talking, and she said, I can get government housing, you know, yeah. where, where they pay part of it, and she said they will pay up to $1,500 a month for me, and I almost fell over. But then yeah. when you This say, was in the hospital said, in Sherman Oaks. You, well, this was in a long time ago, if it's the earthquake that you're... No, that this is right now I'm talking about. These no, I'm talking about what Melinda rental, about. Well, These people can get a rental mm-hmm. and be paid $1,500 by the government housing and their luscious apartments. And then you yes. are a decent, good person, and you say, well, I'm not going to do that. But you paid into it all these years, so why shouldn't you have that privilege that you paid into? And I don't know if they ever paid that much. Well, that well, it's Section Eight. Now, Section Eight is a, I think, a state uh, program, and that's they for uh, you know people, housing, people yes. who don't have the income, and and you know, and at the time after the earthquake, I didn't, and it did help me. They paid six hundred dollars. Uh, for a while, for a few months, and then uh, I went in and I get this. This is the piece de resistance. I go in there and I said, yes, um, I'm so grateful. Uh, I want to get off Section 8 because my real estate business is picking up. Just had two big sales. Mm-hmm. And she said, now, honey, are you sure you want to get off Section 8? 
I said, well, yes, yes. Um, I just did some real estate, and I have income. But are you really sure? Have you thought about this? Oh, yeah. Is, this, is that no the one problem. she worked for the government? Was this somebody from the if government? She uh, didn't want me to get off because her job might be in jeopardy. <laughs> oh, my you God. You know, in other words, if enough people get off, they're out of work. So, yeah, that was kind of interesting, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, but let me yeah. tell you the bottom. Let me tell you, and if they find out that you have had income, they will send you a bill for what they paid you, and you don't want a bill of fifteen, twenty thousand dollars five years down the line. Oh. Uh, and I wouldn't have done it anyway because that's just not how I work. I, you know, if I can do it, I do it. If I can't, I'll let you know, and perhaps you can help me. That, and then I'll get off as soon as I can. That's my thinking. The only time I've ever been on the dole, and I was grateful for it. I really was grateful. But what you know, are you sure you want to get off? <laughs> you know. Yeah, but that's what you pay into the insurance for to use it in case of an emergency. So you had every well, right to. Well, it's, but you know, I don't know how they determine who gets. That. I don't know how they determine who gets the nice apartments and who gets the junk. Yeah, you know, well, this this woman uh, was a piece of work. She comes to the hospital. Uh, she's getting. She's on uh, Section Eight, fifteen hundred dollars. She has all her friends come in, who are on Section Eight, demanding their dinners served immediately. I said, "Well, excuse me, I haven't been served yet." And the nurse said, um, uh, "Ma'am, we have to feed our patients first before your guests." Now, I thought it was really nice that the hospital let her have guests for dinner. Overall. I mean, you know, there's a sense of entitlement there. I just, I just wasn't used to. It. I hadn't experienced it before. Well, they're all kind of cooks around. Like I know this woman over here that was married to a doctor, and she put everything in her daughter's name, and she's living in Section Eight. Yeah, no, see, that's that's fraud. That's total fraud. But that's hard to prove if everything's in her daughter's name too. You have to show that the daughter is giving her money. Her daughter is a social worker. That's why the system is screwed and and the country is screwed. And the Medicare fraud, um, I know that when I had wound care and I didn't need it anymore, the head comes in and goes, I see, okay, she goes back and says, I need another month of it. Well, I didn't. So she was going to get another month of Medicare. Mm-hmm. From the system, and I didn't need it. You see, that's what. Yeah. That's fraud. That's why yeah. we're screwed because of people like that. There's very little ethics and morality going around. I heard some reports today, and they think that Medicare and Medicare and some of those are going to run out of money in the year 22 and 23. And yeah. that's not I'm not going to worry about no. that. I won't be here, God willing. You mean you you know, there's there's enough, but there's more. There's thirty to forty percent fraud. Now that's awful. That's astronomical oh, yeah. when you think about it. Oh, yeah. So, guys, I'm going to give you guys like a thirty minute thirty minute warning, and then I'm going to disconnect the call. So, just want to give give us a little heads up. So, it won't be a problem. Is it something we said? <laughs> <laughs> no. Is it something we said? Where's it's Jenna? called it's Where's... called my five hour call last night, three you know, hours of calls and kids today. Oh, you're great. And a call we can tomorrow. Use you anytime. You're perfect. You have a good disposition, you don't yell, we can just throw you on a call. <laughs> have a, a Bella Ella. Are you Ella or Bella? You're Bella. I'm, no, that's Ella. Ella. Yeah. Oh, that's Ella. Ella. 
Yeah. Where's Shelly? Shelly? Well, you're very, very good, Ellie. You've got a really good uh, equalizing quality. Oh, God. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Shelly, you know, her sister. Not like Linda. Oh, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Shelly's sister has been doing well, you know, so, you know. She's um, going, you know, to go visit her and kind of maybe get some things in order for her. As they're just seeing, but I'll let her tell you guys about it. But it's a family emergency, oh, so okay. I know it's unfortunate. She just had a family emergency. That's what makes me, you know, yeah, my heart hurt. Has anybody heard from Karen? Is she doing okay? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I called her the other day, and she sounds fine. She's, you know, she does have an independent nature, which I think allows her to be strong and keep strong and go through things and. You know, it's admirable. Is she still with her mother, or is she? Do you no, know? I guess her mother died. Oh, so yeah, her mother, her mother did die. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh. Yeah. So, so I told you what she was doing. Oh yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. 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 How do we going around? Did I hear a kitty cat? It sounded like a kitty. Yeah. Yeah, but she just loves to sit right on top of the keyboard. No, it's a cat thing. They all do that. I don't know what it is about the keyboard. I think it's yeah, the warmth, and also you, you you're paying a little more attention to that keyboard than you are to me, mommy. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's that well, kind of attitude. Like the, they Cats like are very know. entitled. It's a bad they could joke. go in and get Section Eight a hundred times. You know, they just demand it. It's a bad joke, but they like they like the mouse and their laptop kitties. So sometimes they rather than our laptop. That's cute. That works. <laughs> she pushes this mouse. She can't wait to get on and take that paw and put the mouse somewhere. It's this is a great. It's an LG mouse, by the way. Has not broken. I recommend mm-hmm. it. Dropped about forty-eight times. Oh. It's really quite good. My yeah. other ones just crack up. Yeah, yeah, that's good to know. But uh, yeah, Melinda, how do you build oxygen in the body? Who are you talking to? What? How do you build oxygen in the body? Well, I'm not a good one to ask. (laughs) We did that one one time. I forgot. You said you were taking something. Sell something. What was that vitamin you took? Sell something. Oh, selenium. No, it wasn't. It was sell something else. I thought you said. I take selenium all the time anyway. But like in C E L L cell. Yeah. Hmm. I thought just what she said one time. I still got the crazies, and I still got the chemicals, and they just get worse. <gasps> well, they, when they gas me, my head gets light, so I think it is a real toxin in here. And I get very angry, and then they hurt my stomach. I mean, they make it so I'm just totally nonproductive. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be a part of That's what they do. Um, do you have an air filter, uh, Melinda? Do you use one? Yeah, I, yeah, I do. I have a fan on and stuff. But you know, I could have the whole place in gauze and a fiberglass and everything. But if they want to get you, they'll get you. I know. Yeah, I do. I definitely like a the filter with an ionizer. It seems to work on a couple levels. So. Yeah, this if is what melts. I do have air filter, and yet I can still smell that thing. By the bed. Oh, my drone is uh, blinking at me. Hold on, let me wave to him. It's too bad he's unmanned. What a waste. Yeah, and then he goes real bright. The minute he knows 
that I have, he has my attention. I wave, and then he goes dim again. So cute. So cute every night. <laughs> oh, I did get a call from an old friend that I uh, looked up, and he, he's uh, coming in this week. And he told me that his son, who was 42, just had two major strokes, two aneurysms. Very strange. It's not in the family. Lives in Monterey, California. And uh, it's bizarre. It's really, really bizarre. There is, is there are some bases around there, aren't there? Uh, Carmel, Monterey. I don't know. Has anybody heard from Nancy in Texas? We never yeah. hear from her anymore. No, she was on my call Friday night. Oh, she was? Yeah. She uh, is she okay? Yeah, she's okay. She, I don't even... I asked her where she'd been, and she didn't... Um, I don't know. I didn't... Um, she, she kind of... I don't know why she hasn't been around, but she's back a little bit. What's what about Carla Grady? On Friday night? What's your number? So oh, Carla call? Grady, I talked to. Yeah. One four zero you zero nine one. What? I couldn't hear it. One four zero zero nine one. Zero nine one. Come on in. Yeah. Okay. 1-4-0-0-9-1. That's right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I did talk Melinda. to Carla. I sent her forty dollars, and uh, I called Karen, and I told Karen to call Carla. I said because Karen, you know, you may have some tips for her. Carla is a very beautiful woman. She's a very, very nice woman. We had a nice chat. She's on Facebook, and she does have a PayPal account that you can get money to her immediately. Well, Ella, you said you had a friend that knew her or something. It was a different Carla. I called her today to tell her the situation, and um, she said it's a different Carla, but she knows this other Carla, too, and I've heard this other Carla on calls, you know, so I've been really, I was concerned about her, and so, mm. but I just, you know, I did talk to Amber thinking she, or my friend, you know, thinking she still was in touch with her, and, you know, so it was just a different one completely. So she's doing okay, though, Melinda. Yes, and uh, she does have a cell phone number. Yeah, I got that, and I called two people, and I thought it was maybe it's the other caller that they knew also. The other one used to live in Omaha, and she was a traveling nurse. That's not the same one, is it? Uh, I, I don't know. This This girl is very spiritual. She has prayers on Facebook every day, very nice prayers. Not self-pitying, not feeling entitled. Uh, she's, yeah, she's doing better than many of us would be doing, I think. There but for the grace yeah, of God. Yeah, I've heard her, too. I liked her, too. She seems like a nice woman. It made me... I, you know, I have a back. Darlene knew somebody who wanted to rent a room uh, maybe a month ago, and they were on the Sunday call, but... Um, she or Rhonda has the telephone number, but someone wanted to rent a room, and it was in California. I don't know if she needs to rent a room or not. Oh, I have that, I think, yeah. yeah I asked such a state. And She said that the room and the number came from Darlene, so I guess we'd have to call her to find out who had that room for rent. Has anybody heard from Catherine? Catherine. No. She was on my call recently. I think she was on my call. Um, I, but And she was fine. She seemed fine. She was, 
I don't know where she was living, but she was okay. She seemed okay. She was with Derek and Don, and right. she was going to move. And then I haven't heard from her, so I've lost her number. If anybody hears from her, maybe you'd ask her to call me. So I guess by now she's got a room and a place to live, I hope. Kind of sounded that way, yeah. That place in Oregon must have worked out because I asked about Manuel the other night, and uh, Derek said that he went to Oregon. So wasn't there a place in the eyes that somebody was opening? I've heard that too, and I don't know. I don't have a lot of information, but you know what I'm going to do is do some research on it tomorrow because this is that's my neck of the woods. Um, okay. So yeah, I'll look into it because I have heard about that and. I don't know where they're at at this level. Like, I don't know what's going on as far as, um, mm-hmm. um, you know, I didn't where either. they're at. So I have no idea. But tomorrow I'm going to call a couple of people. Maybe James knows. Um, he might. Oh, James James there. just called me. Uh, he's going to join the call in a minute. <laughs> Does anybody want to move the call to a different room? Um after so I, I don't mind staying on until about nine thirty, but I have a you know, kids to get to sleep and family and things like that and uh so if somebody else wants to open a room, you know, that'd be greatly appreciated. Is anyone up for it or well I'm getting ready for an appointment tomorrow and I got I'm gathering data. I don't I couldn't really um moderate it or Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. It takes a lot of tending to. It does. It does. And I can't. (laughs) Well, it does. And I'm not. I'm just wondering. This is fascinating. Um, Somebody's been into my records. Just I've got got veterinary records involved. It it mixed in with my dental records. Really? Oh, brother. Oh, man. I'm so. This is just. Oh, I know. Listen, they've touched me in a hundred ways today and every time I get angry and I have to go lie down, I put on classical music. I have to let that tension leave my body. You know, either I will bang uh, the stool or lie down. Oh, it's just crazy. I know. This is I know. so crazy. Demoralizing. Oh, and, uh, they, you never find what you need and they've got everything mixed with something else. And Jeez. Yeah. Whatever it is. It's, yeah. You put a big sign in your window, and you put their name on it, and you say, I know you're coming in my house. Stay out or have you arrested. Put a big sign in the window when you leave. That's what I do. Yeah. Sometimes. Oh, I don't know who it is. I don't know who it is. Well, I do know one person, perhaps. But until I know for sure, I can't put his name on the window. <laughs> well, you can just put a sign in there and say, my door is being watched, and I know you're coming in my house. Stay out, and I'll have you arrested. I just have a sign inside saying, if you're reading this, your bank of karma is so full, I feel <laughs> sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> you <know? laughs> That's too nice. Love that. Well, nice. well, if you don't know what that means, that means whatever correct. they do here, they're going to get back tenfold. For Alice's situation, you know, I don't, I mean, it sounds like this, it's not a bad suggestion. It's not a bad suggestion for people. But who, Alice knows who I'll put a name on it. I know she is. I'm going out the front door today, and I'm going around to my neighbors, and we're going to Wendy's to get Frosties. And she's out there watering her flowers. And she's got a 
three or four iron holders and candle holders and crap up there, three or four feet high, and they got videos and tapes and recorders all in them. And she says, and usually she used to have three hoses, and she'd put chemicals in them and spray my upstairs bedroom windows. You should see my windows. They look like an oil tube. Finally, I notified the community group management office and said she's spraying the chemicals on my windows with her garden hose, and that's illegal. Only the yard service people are allowed to do that. And I notified the pesticide control board of the agriculture department, and they said, well, that's an aggravated assault felony charge. And I said, she doesn't give a damn. She's been in jail anyway. But anyway, she got rid of the hoses. Well, today she was out there, and I knew she was going to come in. So when I get home, I find a dime right beside my typewriter on the table. Mm. And I put three cents. Last year, they ruined my air conditioning, air handler. So I spent $3,000, put in a new one. Today, it's not working right. Mm. Believable. Yeah. I mean, something's got to Yeah, Why doesn't a big truck hit her with us? I want a big Mack truck to hit her. Hit her car, her truck. I don't want to kill her. I just want her to be hit. Mm-hmm. And she's <laughs> out there. Oh, yeah, she comes in here. And then tonight, uh, it's it's about 100 degrees here. It's really going to be hot. We don't have that kind of weather, but we got two days coming up. So she'll fill me up with chemicals for the next two days. That's her trick. So I think I wish there was some times. way to block that, you know, to make it so it yeah, wouldn't happen. Well, I've got a couple things I work on that one, but I have to get out of my house. So she then she she'll come in and spray the house and then leave and get in her car and leave and wants me to think she's going to work. She's been here all the time, and he's dangerous. He drinks beer all the time, smokes meth. Oh my gosh! You could well. You sh- maybe you don't want me. You don't want to get yourself in trouble, but you could. You could have. You and you could call the. You know, call the police. Oh, you don't call anybody. You don't tell the cops anything. She works yeah. for the cops. She works for the sheriff's department. The poor lady was on the other night. I don't know who she was. And she oh, I thought, was talking, yeah. She, she was oh, talking she, about calling the police the other night, and I don't know who that lady was. And I said, lady, you don't call the police. And she said, well, what do you do? I said, well, you sure as heck don't call them. Yeah. Well, I don't know who she was. I felt real sorry for her because she was going to call them, and I said, you're going to get yourself in trouble. Well, yeah. A couple of nights ago. Well, if she's got solid information, if she's got facts and she can prove it, that's one thing. But why the hell am I vetting it? Um, um, but, you know, but to call him and say that she thinks somebody's sending something, you know, via some, I don't know, never mind. And they'll you're say right. you're delusional. That's the, way, that's the way they do it. Yeah, that's what they, by, leaving that, by leaving that dime, that's what, that's part of it. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then if you're over, and then if you make a police report, and if you're over a certain age, and you say something like that, they write down check for dementia because I, I, I can't say who it is, but I know someone who is in her 80s and she's going through something, and the poor lady, you know, she's she's educated and she's you know a good person and all that stuff, and you know, so you know she'll. You know, when she says stuff like that, 
you know, and she calls the police. You know, I I I had to say something. You know, I I just said, be careful because you better talk to her very carefully and sensibly and explain to her what they do, and tell her that if she calls them, that's what they're going to say, and they'll pick her up and put her in a mental ward. Because you know that's how half our TIs get put in the hospitals like that. You, they just tell the story after story after story that what they do to them. Yeah, well, she put up a yeah. she put up a camera. And, you know, she put up a camera, spent money for that, and she, you know, she claims that a couple of times someone's gotten in there anyway, and that it goes back to when she was living somewhere else with her husband before he died, they were in this really nice, like, assisted living thing, and there was someone who had a grudge against her, so she broke in, and I can't say what she did, but she thinks it's one of those same groups of people. And, um, you know, it's possible. But, you know, gosh, poor lady. I mean, yeah, like some of the same stuff, uh, like the with Alice and, you know, like leaving. Like, yeah, like, you know, you tell the police that and they're going to say, well, come on, you left that there yourself. You're just not remembering, yep. you know. Yep. Yeah. Well, everything we say, well, really, I mean, are we really, you're right, Alice, you're, I mean, East Virginia, you're, Virginia, you're right. Um, um, I mean, are we really going to call them and say, somebody moved the furniture in my house? Really? You know, and they do that, and they spook us out when something gets moved. But we're not going to call them. And they think you're crazy. They think you're crazy. Yeah, they would. Exactly. So, we, yeah, most of this we don't really call them about, do we? Yeah. I mean, if you had a if you had a, a a corporate job in New York City and maybe earned about a million dollars a year and you were male, and you picked yeah. up the phone and you did it, it might be different. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah. So. So that is that. Yeah. We have got to come up with our own method of helping each other with these people that go in our homes because everybody talks about it all the time and they get away with it. That's what's so horrible. I mean, they have stolen everything in my house. Bro. Now she's on the kick of breaking everything. So when I came home today, she's been working on the um, cabinet drawer beside my refrigerator, you know, where you keep your silver and flatware and all those things that you use every day. I came home and that drawer bottom is slid back about three inches. I thought, well, she broke that. Yeah. If she broke that air conditioning, I'm just going to go down to the federal court and file a lawsuit against her, which I should have done a long time ago anyway. I'm sure I won't get anywhere, but I'll put her through the hell anyway. She works for the sheriff's department and she's been in jail or... She just works for them. Uh, they're ex-Marines, so they've been in Afghanistan, and they're crazy, and they're big and tough. And yeah. uh, He works doing construction work, and I don't know what she does, but she said she worked for the sheriff's department. And I guess they do. They used to go out at night a lot. I thought they still work for DEA or something, but they quit doing that. I don't know who that, he he works in the day doing construction and she's some cop said she did security work for uh, Home Depot and I said Home Depot <laughs> my eye 
And I just laughed in his face. Well, security work in Home Depot is not a big... (laughs) Yeah, it isn't. No. She's an agent for the sheriff doing something. Yeah. She goes weird hours and... And they're up. They up all night, so they must be doing computer work or something in the night, because they're up every night from twelve to four. Too. Huh. So I decided to sleep early, and I get up from twelve to four, and I usually get up at four, and I start my noise at four <laughs> when she goes to bed. And then the other thing I started doing was opening all at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'd get up and open all the doors and turn on all the lights and turn on all the porch lights and turn on all the fans and go walking around in the yard. And the neighbors wonder what's going on. <laughs> so now they know. Yeah. And that wasn't a fake. I mean, I didn't get out of here. It was so bad. I had to set up all the fans and open the doors and open the windows. Many nights, 4 o'clock in the morning, I'm up doing that. So with everybody asking what's going on, I guess she quit doing some of it. So that helped. Hmm. What's Dwight says? You walk around in the dirt, <laughs> you're going to get better. <laughs> oh, that does work. Period. Grounding, grounding works. works. Something grounding. you're you're discharging electrons that build up yeah. and that you know free radicals. And and the free radicals go into you and the uh, electrons come into your body and man, it it clears up so much. I wish I would do it more. Are you going to lay down and wet and dry? (laughs) Well, the thing is, I just do my feet. I don't lie naked on the front yard because (laughs) it just doesn't work for me. (laughs) Yeah. Just get out there in your bathing suit, Melissa. Just get out there in that mud wall around that dirt. You'll get better. Excuse me, how do you spell that? Is that what? B A T H I N G? Bathing. S U I T. Bathing suit. Boy, I haven't heard that word in 25 years. <laughs> Why? What do you wear? When you we, don't, we don't do bathing suits no more, honey. <laughs> <laughs> we do long, you do. heavy robes. <laughs> you do? <laughs> they kicked me off the beach. They thought I was hiding something at her. <laughs> Everybody says you're nude, you know. Oh, I'm, they're nude. They see me all the time. I said, well, who cares? If you saw my body, you wouldn't look again, so I don't care. You can't worry about well, that. I always that. say when I go into the shower, Watch Babushka, because I have Russians <laughs> watching me. They moved into this building. Watch your Babushka take a shower. Isn't that sweet? Watch your grandmother. That's Russian for grandmother. Watch your grandmother take a shower. Make them ashamed. Well, she's got... I am watching something Pokemon, Pokemon Go. This woman's running across the streets drinking glasses of wine. I don't... What is this thing? It's crazy. What's that uh, Pokemon stuff? Everybody's talking about it. Uh, I, I Well, it's a CIA thing they're finding out, and people don't know it. And this woman is picking up liquor off of these people and drinking it. What and is it makes that? people not. I, I don't know what to say about it. I'm not the one to ask. I don't have a smartphone. I don't believe in apps. No. <laughs> but what, right. is it, what is it? Something, some substance? It's a new uh, uh, app. 
uh, and oh. the whole world is doing it, and they're running oh. into cars. They're running. They're being run over because they look at the app, and the app is leading in places. I don't know what it is. Although I did read something last night on it, a very scathing thing. It's a CIA psyops, and it has a very deep sexual undertone, and this guy goes on and on, and I think it's pretty dangerous. Well, it can be sensible, though. Like one man said, I get off work at 5 o'clock, so I just go play the game, and I run and get exercise and go in the trees and go in the forest and go in the park. And, and they go in the said, streets, I'm, too, I'm, and they go run down the subway stairs and fall. Oh, I mean, they're going to run over it. They're going to fall into the track. These people are not, they're not. They're not supposed to do that. If you're playing it right, you're playing it insensibly. And some of them are doing it to get exercise and to get outdoors and enjoy the outdoors. And that they were talking okay. about a really good advantage. Mm. Okay. Yeah. They're not supposed to be in the streets being crazy and stupid. No. It's a game they play. One man said he ran 24 miles. I bet wow. he did. <laughs> so they include like marathon stuff in it or something. What well, it looks like silly to me. And after reading that thing I read last night, I, I thought it, it's subversive, you know. It's one of those things that they hide all the stuff under the rug and you don't even know what you're playing. Yeah. Um, James, I noticed James is in, the, um, is in. Do you want to come in? Do you know anything about um, what's going on with the um, the housing for TIs? Let me see if I can meet him. I'm sorry, with the what? Um, with the housing, you know, that they're trying to figure out some housing to, going on a little bit east of us. Do you know anything about that? Oh my east of us? Um, who, is this Ella? Yeah, it's Ella. Okay. And there's, well, I don't know anything about it. So you don't know anything in. about it. For some reason, I thought you might have known. Maybe I just presumed I made the echo. He might know about that. So, but, yeah, they're talking about it in East Oregon. Yeah. For who? For, for TIs? Yeah, for TIs. They were going to do mini houses. That's not the right word. It's not. Small houses. Tiny houses. They tiny call houses. They called tiny, tiny houses. houses. Yeah. It's more appealing if they say small houses. Tiny houses. <laughs> but tiny houses are cute. That's kind of got a cute sound, you know? Yes. Tiny houses. So, yeah. yeah, they're working on something like that in Oregon, which I think is a great area, especially if it's east. Yep, it was Virginia. I hope she doesn't get mad at me. Well, who's doing that? Oh, that was Alice. She sometimes her phone gets feedback, and so I mean Virginia. Oh no, I mean the the small houses. Yeah, I'm not sure who's who's behind it. I just know that I've heard it talked about, um, you know, Mm -hmm. several times now, and. um, Find it. I wonder if Todd Gibson knows about it. I talked to Todd sometimes. It might have been him I had that discussion with, and I know they were talking about it on one of Derek's calls as well, and even on Neil's one night. So I should try to get more information going on. And then there's a woman in California who seems to be doing okay financially. She does real estate. I think her name is Bernie. She's talking about maybe trying to find um, some land um, because she does real estate. Um, So I know she's trying to look into something for Mm -hmm. everybody as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. I just don't know where they're at in the development stages of it. So I just thought maybe you knew. Okay. Well, that's good. I hope something happens. Yeah, me too. Me too. Definitely. 
see here. Did I mute anyone else? No. You're still there, Melinda, right? I don't hear her. Melinda? Hmm. I don't know what happened to everybody. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But Melinda, Melinda just appeared. Linda's here, but where did Melinda go? I don't know. Who cares about Linda? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have Linda. We don't need Melinda, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's see if I can get out. I'm, I'm here. I just put it on mute to listen to everybody else. Well, oh, yeah. I like what Joe. I like what Joe was saying. I thought that was really interesting when he yeah. said earlier. Yeah, yeah. He's a fund of information. She's the one always meets me. I think she's such a Kelly. No, not L. She's a Virginia. Can you hear us, Virginia? Well, on that note, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'll be back tomorrow, tomorrow at 6 after Mike's call. Um, and, um, was, that, <laughs> was that a little slam after Mike's call? Did, you, <laughs> did it upset you when I said, but you're doing on Mike's call night? <laughs> I didn't mean to. No, I mean no. It didn't upset me at all. I actually I took it to heart because um on my page, you know, I'm very conscientious about people. I care about our community and I care about people in general. And I didn't realize he had a call on Thursday because it was only listed on Monday night. And so when you told me that, I'm like, oh gosh, I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to disrespect his call or anything. So yeah. So now um it's going to be at six. It's going to go six to maybe ten. Maybe I'll push it to ten tomorrow. We'll see. It's just been a, a long week. For yeah. Sure. We've got to do the best that we can with everything else that we deal with in our lives and, you know, try to be there for one another and support each other and share great information and, you know, yeah. hopefully people will glean something out of these. So, I feel bad at a lot of people on the call, and how do you do that? When uh-huh. There's still what a lot of people on the call. There's still a lot of people on the call. How do you end it when there's a lot of people on the call? Yeah, you get, just hang you, up on them, huh? Yeah, you just hang up. No, you tell them that you love them dearly, and you'll be back tomorrow or something like that. Yes. And tell them and, you're and Shelly, okay. yeah, And Shelly will be back on Saturday, and I'm sure she'll have an excellent organized call. Pray for her. <laughs> Say a prayer for her. I feel really, uh, you know, she's going through some family stuff. It's, you know, it happens. So, yeah. okay. All right. Thank you for doing it. Yeah. No worries, guys. Okay, well, good night and sleep good night. well. Okay. Have a good evening. Okay. Yep. Good night, guys. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.